0: It's time for Louisville City FC. It's full
1: time! Louisville wins a second consecutive cup!
0: Right here on ESPN Louisville. Six players in the wall for LA. It's Niall McCabe. He goes for a goal and he scores! Niall McCabe around the wall. Now, live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Hello, everyone,
2: and welcome to Lynn Family Stadium in Butchertown. I'm Jeff Milby. Casey Whitfield is with me, and Spencer Brown, our producer, is in studio. We are here to broadcast tonight's Louisville City FC game as they host Detroit City FC in the penultimate game of their regular season. It is, without a doubt, an important game within the scope of Louisville City's campaign as they pursue a third USL championship title but over the last three days this game has become insignificant the hearts and minds of fans of this club and of those who might likely be listening to this broadcast have been preoccupied over the last few days with the news of a sexual abuse scandal involving racing louisville fc louisville city's sister club of the national women's soccer league on monday Former United States Deputy Attorney General Sally Yates released the findings of an investigation that was commissioned by the U.S. Soccer Federation. That report alleges that former Racing Louisville head coach Christy Holly, while in his capacity as coach with Racing Louisville, sexually coerced, abused, and assaulted former Racing Louisville player Aaron Simon, among several other allegations, including that he verbally and emotionally abused multiple players on the team and generally created a harmful workplace environment for the players. Holly was fired from Racing Louisville in August of 2021 for cause, but the club has never revealed that cause and the alleged actions of Holly remained unknown to the public until this week. The gravity of the releva- uh, revelations rather in the Yates report are overwhelming to many and tonight's game is certainly overshadowed by those allegations many louisville city fans including louis city's largest supporters group the louisville coopers have announced that they will remain silent at lynn family stadium tonight in protest of the allegations and the club's handling of the situation for its part the club remained silent following the release of the report on monday afternoon and did not make any public statements or comments on monday or tuesday of this week this afternoon however the the president of Racing Louisville and of Soccer Holdings LLC, the company which owns and operates both Racing and Louisville City, offered a letter, which I will read in full here. Dated October 5th, 2022, at 3.45 p.m., the letter released in the name of James O'Connor reads as follows. Quote, the U.S. Soccer released Sally Yates Report, which was published earlier this week, served as a harsh reminder that appointing Christy Holley as Racing Louisville FC's first coach was a mistake. We have learned from that mistake, and we apologize to Aaron Simon, to our players, past and present, and to our fans. We commend Aaron for her bravery in coming forward as part of U.S. Soccer's investigation. And while our former coach was terminated within 24 hours of us being alerted to the behavior, we know that wasn't enough and that we failed our locker room by creating a space where this behavior could occur. We have worked hard every day since then to ensure a safe environment that puts players in a position to succeed. This includes implementation of club-wide anonymous reporting services and a re-evaluated hiring process for staff. We will cooperate with the ongoing NWSL-NWSL-PA Joint Investigation and welcome recommendations to improve our organization for the betterment of players. The Joint Investigative Team may be contacted at nwsl-investigation at cov.com or you may reach out to the NWSL or NWSLPA directly or through any other club and league reporting channels. We are not the same club that we were in August of 2021. We now owe it to our players and community to prove it. James O'Connor, President Racing Louisville FC. While we understand on this broadcast that many people across the city of Louisville and indeed the country are preoccupied rightly with this news, following this commercial break, we will do the job we are here to do, which is broadcast this game tonight. Louisville City is hosting Detroit City tonight at Lynn Family Stadium, and you're listening to tonight's broadcast on ESPN Louisville.
3: Imagine your bright career when you join the UofL health team. Now, imagine receiving free tuition to the University of Louisville. At UofL Health, we believe in investing in you and the power of education. So now, your UofL Health family has college tuition covered for all employees and their families. Just imagine the possibilities. For details, visit uoflhealth.org imagine. That's the power of you.
4: Hey, I'm a coroner. It can be a tough job, But you know what makes it even tougher? Seeing people senselessly die because they didn't bother to use their seatbelts or senselessly die because they got distracted by their phone. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down. Because by the time I see you, it's too late.
5: Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety.
4: With
6: the Kroger Plus Card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win... And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply.
1: Whether you're a fan of the Cardinals or the Wildcats, you're already rooting for Kentucky's wildlife. Become more than a fan by getting outdoors this fall. Archery and crossbow seasons for whitetail deer are now open in the state's most popular lean red meat providing opportunity. Modern firearm season opens on November the 12th. Get your game plan together now by visiting fw.ky.gov. From their
7: first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way.
0: You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield.
2: Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium, where tonight Louisville City hosts Detroit City FC in the penultimate game, I should say, of the Louisville City season. I'm Jeff Milby. Casey Whitfield is here as well. And Casey, it's... Difficult to overstate the importance of this game for Louisville City. Again, the second to last game of the season, they are still very much in the chase for that number one seed in the Eastern Conference. They cannot clinch it tonight. They need to earn four points over these final two games in order to clinch that number one seed over Memphis. But the good news for Louisville City is that both of these final two games of the regular season are here at home, and a three-point victory tonight for Louisville City would go a long, long way to earning that number one seed and clinching home field advantage throughout the Eastern Conference playoffs and also a bye in the first round of those Eastern Conference playoffs.
8: Yeah, and I mean, even though they can't clinch tonight, that doesn't make this game not significant whatsoever because it's a chance for them to get three points, and it's a big three points. anytime that they can get Those points, they have to make sure they capitalize on it, especially after what happened with Memphis this past week with them dropping points. It really puts us in the driver's seat and puts our fate in our own hands. So we have to make sure that we come and take care of business. The big advantage, like you said, is being here at home. We have wonderful fans. We have a wonderful stadium. And so being able to play at home works in our favor. And so we have to make sure that we come out tonight We come out with lots of energy, lots of fight, and we put this game away.
9: These
2: two teams have a little bit of history now. This is Detroit's first year in the USL championship. They were formerly a NISA club, which is a couple of leagues down the pyramid in the U.S. soccer landscape. So this is their first season in the league, but Louisville City has already met them twice this season. First of all, in the U.S. Open Cup, that came back on May 10th, a contentious, tightly played affair. That was decided in penalty kicks, and Louisville City won that game to advance in the U.S. Open Cup. They again met on August 20th, and Louisville City scored another penalty there to win the game on the road once again. So both of those games played in Detroit at Keyworth Stadium in front of their rowdy fans one of the best environments and certainly one of the most hostile environments i think in all of american soccer it's safe to say up in detroit louisville city able to take care of business twice against detroit now they return home and detroit for their part they're also very much in the thick of the playoff race in the eastern conference again they have clenched a playoff berth as all eastern conference uh, all seven of the eastern conference playoff teams have the playoff picture in terms of who qualifies is decided in the east but the place Uh, The placing of those teams is not decided. Detroit comes into this game with a record of 14, 6, and 12. That is good for 54 points, and that puts them in fifth place in the Eastern Conference. So, Casey, point being, this is a talented Detroit team. This is a potential playoff preview depending on how the bracket shakes out depending on who wins that opening round game as it stands right now Louisville City is in line to get that by but they might see this team down the road and based on the two results the two games prior between these two teams we can expect tonight's game especially when you add in all the playoff implications and the late season implications tonight's game will be a physical tightly contested I would imagine somewhat emotional affair for the players on the field because these two teams have gone at it and it has been It's a budding rivalry, I think you can say.
7: Oh, I
8: definitely agree with that. And think about the emotions that were in the away games. I mean, I remember watching with fans getting thrown out because of throwing things at our players, yelling things at our players. I mean, it was just an extremely hostile environment to go into. And the match itself on the field was physical. It was tough. I mean, a 1-0 win the last time we went there, it was a hard-fought 1-0 win. It was not an easy match. And so we know that this game is not going to be an easy game, especially when Detroit is battling for a position there. They're sitting fifth, but with a win they have the potential to jump to fourth and so they have got some movement that they are able to do within the standings that would help them with their draw with their line to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals so they're definitely looking to battle for position and trying to see if they can overturn the number 1 team
2: and again loose city a bit shorthanded tonight the injuries continue to play a factor within the Louisville City team we know about the injury to Nile McCabe that has been announced that he will miss the remainder of this season with his injury but tonight Jorge Gonzalez also injured and unavailable. Uh, and Danny Cruz hinted in the last postgame media availability that that might be a long-term injury for Jorge Gonzalez. So we'll, that'll be a, a situation where Louisville City fans need to keep their attention. And then Brian Ombi also unavailable again tonight. He has not played in the last two games heading into tonight's game. He's not in the starting lineup and not on the bench tonight. And obviously, of course, Brian Ombi, arguably the team MVP this season for Louisville City. So while it is a strong team that they will field uh, outside of those players, those are big misses, particularly Gonzalez and Ombi Oh, by the way, Cameron Lancaster is back. He played last game, so might he play tonight? We'll see. He is available off the bench, but it's a potentially shorthanded louisville city tonight we'll continue to chat about that when we return as the national anthem is being sung here at lynn family stadium again tonight's game louisville city hosting detroit city in the second to last game of this regular season and you're listening to it here on espn
10: louisville
11: with over 50 million sold worldwide what does toyota corolla do for an encore it evolves to become more powerful more connected and safer It becomes more efficient with an EPA-estimated 52 mpg hybrid. And now it becomes more versatile and capable of taking your adventures even further. Introducing the all-new Corolla Cross with available all-wheel drive. The first-ever Corolla SUV. Toyota. Let's go places.
12: Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities. Open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com.
13: Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at NansenCraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC.
10: UPS warehouse workers can earn a living and a degree through our range of education assistance programs, which include up to $25,000 in tuition assistance per lifetime, academic bonuses, and more. And right now, we're hiring at the Louisville Worldport at a rate of up to $21 an hour. Pick your package and shift your life today. Visit upsjobs.com or text KY to 47404 to learn more. That's L-O-U-K-Y to 47404. Make the shift. Make a difference. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and late-night happy hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue.
0: You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield.
2: Just about four and a half minutes to go before kickoff in tonight's game at Lynn Family Stadium. Louisville City hosting Detroit City in the second-to-last regular season game of the year for the boys in purple. And ahead of this contest, Casey Whitfield has her keys to the game.
8: So tonight, Lou City has to be relentless in the final third. We have to continue to get bodies into the box and do whatever it takes to score goals. We always do well with creating chances, but we have to make sure we're relentless in doing whatever it takes to put those chances in the back of the net. Next, we have to be mentally and physically tough. We know this is going to be a tough game, and Detroit is a tough competitor. We not only have to be physically strong on the field tonight, but we also have to be mentally tough and stay locked in and engaged for the full 90, which leads me to my last one. We have to have tunnel vision. There has been a lot of distractions going on within the city and within this organization. When we step onto that pitch, we have to leave these thoughts and feelings on the sidelines and focus on the game. Yes, these things are extremely important, but when we step on that pitch, we have a job to do, and we have to have tunnel vision on our goal so we can get the job done.
2: Starting lineups and kickoff are next. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer on ESPN Louisville.
4: At UofL Health Urgent Care Plus, the plus makes all the difference. You get convenient, world-renowned care that's backed by a network of academic expertise. Less wait time, plus more advanced technology. Compassionate care, plus no appointment necessary. It all adds up to a smart choice for the best care close by. So don't put your health on hold. That's the power of you. Visit uflhealth.org. As a sponsor of Lou City FC,
5: LGE is proud to empower sweet passes, monster saves, and in our humble opinion, the most loyal, loudest,
1: loudest fans anywhere. And when we're not done-
5: <coughs> And when we're not cheering on the players, we're working hard for our customers with sustainability initiatives like SolarShare and electric vehicle charging stations. At LGE, our energies go to scoring goals and to serving you. Learn more at lge ku.com.
6: With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at of the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons. For the win! The Kroger Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply.
14: At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master Coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drake responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky.
10: Lou City FC and Racing Louisville merch is the best way to show pride for your teams and your city.
1: Lancaster firing a shot from very far out and knuckled it in.
10: Our 2022 jerseys are now available, so grab your kit and get ready to cheer on the team this season. Visit the team store at Lynn Family Stadium, open Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6 to check out the new apparel, accessories, and novelties arriving weekly. Or shop online at shop.lucity.com and shop.racingloufc.com.
0: You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Tonight's starting lineups are
2: presented by Craft House Pizza. We will begin with Detroit City. The visitors tonight wearing all white away from home. Again, a record of 14, 6, and 12. 54 points, fifth place in the Eastern Conference. The goalkeeper is Nate Steinwasher. It's a back three tonight for Detroit. Michael Bryant, Stephen Carroll, and Matt Lewis. Two wingbacks on the left, Declan Wynn, and on the right, Reese Williams. In the midfield, it is Abdu Jopp and Maxi Rodriguez, and then the two forwards. Uh, Yazid Matthews and former Louisville City player Antoine Hopino makes his return tonight to Lynn Family Stadium. Detroit coached by Trevor James, the Englishman in his fourth season in charge. For Louisville City, wearing purple tonight, the traditional home strip. It is Kyle Morton in goal, Amadou Dia at left back, Sean Tosh and Wes Sharpie at center back, and Manny Perez at right back. In the midfield, it is Tyler Gibson, Corbin Bone, and Paolo Del Piccolo, and then the attacking players, It'll be Enoch Matiti Mushagalusa down the left, Ray Serrano down the right, and down the middle, Wilson Harris, who has scored in three consecutive games. Louisville City with a record of 26-6, 66 points, and they are in first place in the USL's Eastern Conference. Danny Cruz, the Louisville City head man, is in his second season in charge after taking over last year on an interim basis. Our referee tonight, J.C. Griggs. The assistant referees are Stephen Miloan and Noah Matos. And the fourth official is Yousef Elmasusi. A hush over the crowd at Lynn Family Stadium as the teams are on the field. The referee blows his whistle to get us underway. It'll be Detroit possession off the kick. They are moving from left to right in this first half. Again, wearing all white on the road, attacking the Estopinal end goal. And Louisville City moving from right to left, defending the Estopinal end goal, and attacking the goal at the waterfront end. Again, as we mentioned in the pregame, The fans tonight, the Louisville Coopers, have said that they will not chant, will not drum, will not make noise in the first half out of protest after the allegations that have come forth this week in the Sally Yates report regarding racing Louisville FC. A ball over the top from Amadou Dia, down the sideline for Musha Galusa, an early chance here for Lou City, 45 seconds in. Musha Galusa on the left, in the box, on his left foot... Puts in across, it's blocked, it's back with Musha Galusa. Out of the box now, Bone. Puts in a cross toward the penalty spot with his left foot. Knocked down. Now Wilson-Harris in the box for Louisville. Knocked off of his feet, it's back with Musha Galusa. At the top of the box, just toward the left side. Down the left to Bone, outside of the box, on his right foot, circling around to the top of the box, goes for a goal, it's blocked on its way through, and then finally cleared away by Connor Rutz of Detroit. Ball circulated back into the box towards Paolo Del Piccolo, knocked away by a couple of Detroit defenders, still a loose ball, bouncing around in the air, exchanging headers are the teams in the Detroit box, and finally, Declan Wynn clears it upfield toward midfield for Detroit.
8: And I love how Lucy City is already pushing it on the attack. Because Detroit is playing a three-back, it's going to open up a lot of space on the wings. And so Mushigalusa and Serrano are really going to have to be active and pulling wide to utilize all of that space on the wings.
2: Ray Serrano on the right for Louisville City at midfield. Drifting backward, plays it back to the right center back, Sean Tosh. Now to the left center back, West Sharpie in Louisville City territory, about 10, uh, 10 yards outside of their defensive penalty area now into the Louisville box with Kyle Morton under pressure now from a forward for Detroit he sends it long down the middle Wilson Harris is there he now gives chase to that loose ball Steinwasher the goalkeeper for Detroit is about 20 yards out of his box he sends it long the other way Detroit trying to build an attack in the Louisville City half it is Matthews one of the forwards trying to combine with Rutz in the midfield and it's all the way back to the goalkeeper, Kyle Morton. And now it's to Sean Tosh as Louisville tries to build from the back. Uh, Ray Serrano on the right, still in the Louisville half, about 10 yards from midfield. Tosh now picks up his head, plays a ball in the air to the near sideline, cross field ball. Headed forward first time by Amadou Diya to They're running forward again. In the box is on the left side. Cuts it to his right foot. Now to his left. Cuts it back to his right foot. Tries to play a ball across. It's blocked behind. And it'll be a Wi-Fi corner kick coming up for Louisville City. No, it won't. The fans booing as the referee has given a goal kick here. It looked clearly to me like that was going to be a corner kick, but it is a goal kick here to Nate Steinwasher and Detroit.
8: I love the header through ball from Amadou Dia. and When Moussa gets on the ball, just a little bit too indecisive as he gets into that final third. He's thinking of crossing, he's thinking of shooting, and he holds on to the ball ultimately for too long, which allows two defenders to collapse on him. He has to be a little bit quicker in his decision making, so that way it does not allow the defense to get back and get set.
2: I need to correct myself when I was giving the starting lineup, so I'm on the list of 10 Detroit players. Connor Rutz is playing in the midfield. A 25-year-old who has scored three times this season, playing in an attack Midfield roll through the middle. Foul against Detroit gives a fifth third free kick to Louisville City after that goal kick was sent long. And now the boys in purple with the ball at the back. The right center back, Sean Tosh. Just five yards shy of midfield. Across midfield to the far sideline, Ray Serrano. Dribbling infield now toward the center circle. Stops, plays it back to the right to Sean Tosh at midfield. Plays the ball with his right foot down the far sideline. Tyler Gibson was making a forward run, but it's intercepted there by Detroit's Connor Rutz. Rutz to Declan win. Back to Rutz on the far sideline. Maxi Rodriguez in the midfield. Louisville City trying to press to win the ball back immediately. Win another long ball forward. A good header there by Rutz. Hopeno on the far side sideline in the attacking half lifts it forward for Matthews making a run in the toward the penalty area cleared away by Amadou Dia the attack still on though for Detroit Maxi Rodriguez at the top of the D for Detroit tries to clip a ball in toward the back post it's blocked away by Amadou Dia picked up near midfield on the right side by Matt Lewis for Detroit and the attack still on for the visitors here four minutes and 20 seconds into this game no goals to speak of so far it's Detroit along their back line at midfield Stephen Carroll a ball on the ground forward to Maxi Rodriguez now on the near sideline Reese Williams into the middle Yazid Matthews Matthews trying to play it to the left intercepted by Manny Perez who read that really well Perez running forward trying to jump start a counter into the attacking half through to Wilson Harris who's drifted to the right defended by Stephen Carroll and Carroll plays the ball off of Wilson Harris's feet out for a goal kick for, uh, Becky Parnett, out for a throw to Louisville City on the far side. They're right in the attacking half.
8: Some really good buildup, though, by Detroit. and Some shaky moments in the back from Louis City. One thing Louis City did really well, though, to advert that danger was their recovery. They did so good recovering back defensively and getting numbers back behind the ball. It allowed them to d- turn the ball over and generate a, an attack.
2: Five minutes gone by. Louisville City turns the ball over after the throw. Harris couldn't control it. A long ball from Detroit over the top. Matthews. At the top of the box, on the right, on his right foot, goes for a goal, and it just spins wide of Kyle Morton's right post. The goalkeeper for Louisville City diving to his right to be sure, but it was wide of the post and out for a goal kick to Louisville City. Just a quick ball over the top for Detroit. Matthews got on the end of it and had a hit there, Casey.
8: Well, and that's exactly how their last attack happened as well. A little over ball over the top to a player running down the middle of the field. That is clearly what Detroit has scouted. Lou City as their weaknesses defensively, and they're looking to exploit that immediately. They're looking to play more of a diagonal ball over the top towards a backside runner coming onto the ball. So Lou City has to make sure that they're aware of those runners in that final third, in and along that back line so they're able to track those runners and not allow them to have open shots just like that.
2: Yazid Matthews with that chance for Detroit, a 26-year-old South African. he scored twice in nine appearances this season in his fourth year with Detroit City. Louisville City after the goal kick playing out of the back. Tyler Gibson dropping back almost like a third center back. Plays it to the left center back, West Sharpie. He dribbles toward midfield. Tries to clip it through to Amadou Dia. It's intercepted and knocked down by Detroit. Here comes Detroit the other way. A ball through for Hopano to chase. Antoine Hopino still giving chase, but the referee blows his whistle because the assistant referee on the near side raised his flag. Hoppano offside. It'll be a fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City. Six and a half minutes gone in this game. 0-0.
8: And there, Louisville City did a good job holding their line, but clearly there you can see that the goal of Detroit City is to counter quickly and look to play over the top, so they're going to have to continue to, if they play that high line, really make sure that they are all on the same page.
2: Fifth-third free kick for Louisville City, and here they come forward. Dia to the top of the formation. Wilson Harris tried to clip it through to Del Piccolo. It falls to him now. Del Piccolo to Ray Serrano. Top of the box on his left foot. Goes for goal, but it's just wide. Ray Serrano a good shot there from inside of the d clever stuff clever work from wilson harris to back heel it over to Paolo del piccolo del piccolo led serrano through and serrano had the hit with his left it's wide for a goal kick to detroit
8: what i love about that attack is how quickly ray, ray serrano was able to get that shot off he takes a touch and when you think he's getting ready to take an- another touch he goes ahead and fires quickly with his left foot he did not miss by much but it was a very very good look
2: Seven and a half minutes gone. 0-0 between Louisville City and Detroit City in a potential playoff preview in the Eastern Conference of the USL. The goal kick for Detroit goes long, where it's won by Louisville City in their defensive half. The right back, Manny Perez, charging forward. A 25-yard run with the ball at his feet to cross midfield. And finally, it's sent out of play, last touched by him. It is a throw to Detroit in their defensive half along their left. The left wing back, Declan Wynn, takes it to Michael Bryant, the left center back of the three center backs tonight for Detroit. Back to Win, forward to Rutz, trying to play it through to Hopeno. Intercepted there by a Louisville City player. They're trading possession on the far sideline just at midfield. And it is out for a Detroit throw on the far side. Their left, just a few yards shy of midfield.
8: And while there have been several opportunities for both teams, there hasn't been a whole lot of play in the middle of the field. Both teams are transitioning really quickly from defense to offense, and neither team is looking to possess the ball or move the ball around much through the middle of the in field. In fact,
2: it was I'm sorry, Casey. In fact, You're it was good. a Detroit free kick which they took quickly, sent it long down the far sideline. They put a ball into the box from the left, caught on the run by Kyle Morton coming off of his line for Louisville City and goal.
8: And Louisville City, while. Playing quickly and transitioning quickly will work. That's not their style that they're used to playing. So they're either going to have to see if they can find a few more passes in possession or continue to utilize those wingers and see if they can capitalize on the counterattack using those outside players where the space is.
2: Wharton sends it long. It's a battle at midfield for possession. A header by Matthews as he went up in the air battling with West Sharpie of Louisville City. That header goes out of play. But a foul was called against Matthews. It'll be a fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City, just about a yard or three infield from the near sideline, maybe ten yards from the midfield stripe sharpie now rolls the ball further infield from the sideline and west sharpie will take this fifth third free kick for louisville city nine and a half minutes gone in this game he sends it high in the air down the near sideline toward musha galusa headed away by matt lewis of detroit it's a louisville city throw on the near side the left in the attacking half amadou Di, the left back takes it infield to wilson harris on his right foot 30 yards from goal in the middle ray serrano turns plays it to the right to manny perez toward the far sideline perez defended by win Perez dribbles in against him. Manny Perez for Louisville City, down the wing, outside of the box now, on his right foot. Tries to cut it toward his left. Touched by Win, Picked up by Ray Serrano of Louisville. He's drifting out of the box. Into the middle Corbin Bone. Forward to Palo Del Piccolo. Now Manny Perez touches it wide right to Ray Serrano. Serrano trying to dribble in. Still has it. Serrano on his right foot. Whips it. A good cross toward Muschigalusa. Just over his head. Defended well. By there by Michael Bryant of Detroit. He heads it away. Still with Lou City though. Just outside of the box on the left is Del Piccolo. Amadou Dia now on the near sideline. Plays it backward on the ground to Tyler Gibson. He's Drifting toward his defensive half. Into the center circle now, Sean Tosh. Tosh plays it back to the near side, the left, to Musha Dribbling in toward the box on the left side. In the box now. Uh, on the overlap, Amadou Dia into Palo Del Piccolo. His first time hit over the bar into the seats and it's out for a goal kick to Detroit. Del Piccolo was absolutely wide open as well. About five yards of space to either side of him but put, couldn't put that first time effort on frame.
8: Some really exciting attacking play though from Lucidi. I love the one-two passes. The combination play there on both sides of the field, on the outsides of the field and the crosses have been really good. Serrano is just a little bit too high for Mushigalusa to get on the end of it and there Palo Del Piccolo needed to do better with that and I think he knew he needed to do better. The cross may have been just slightly behind him but at the level player that Paulo Del Piccolo is, I think he should have done better with getting that on frame.
9: 11
2: minutes in, City. Knocking on the door, looking to open the scoring. Moussa Galusa, ball into the box with his left foot. It's blocked by the first defender, Lewis. Back to Moussa Galusa on the near sideline, still in the attacking half. A ball through to Palo Del Piccolo in the box on the left side. Brings it down onto his left foot, back to Bone. Bones cross, high into the air to the back post over everyone's head. Wynn will be the first one to it for Detroit. Serrano there, though, and Serrano able to do enough to win the ball back for his team as Manny Perez picks it up on the pass from Win Into the middle now, Tyler Gibson. Louisville City still in the attacking half, still turning the screw, knocking on the door to open the scoring tonight. The near sideline, Galusa defended there by Reese Williams, dribbling in against Williams, out of the box, on his right foot, cuts it back to his left, plays the ball into the box, Stabbed away by the defender there Lewis for Detroit Picked up in the midfield by Maxi Rodriguez for Detroit He plays it long Immediately over the top Hopino giving chase Defended by Ma- uh, Manny Perez And Perez did fantastically there To take the ball away from Manny Perez And win the possession for his team once again Perez into the center Circled Palo Del Piccolo Now Amadou Dia Charging forward into the attack On the inside left Outside left now Mushigalusa in the box Ball to the six yard box Tapped in by Wilson Harris But the flag is up The flag is up offside against Wilson Harris the goal will not count Harris nearly scoring for the fourth game running the fans now starting to realize what the call was offside against Wilson Harris wipes that goal away and gives a free kick here to Detroit City
8: and that was a really, really close one. I love how quickly they were able to get the ball with Manny Perez on the right side in their defensive half of the field, transition over to the left side of the field, and attack and get the ball in the back of the net. It was a very well-worked attack and a really cheeky finish there from Wilson Harris. I think he's going to want that one back.
2: It's been really free-flowing and quick. It's been difficult for me to call, to be honest. It's been very safe. fast. I'm very, very impressed with Lou how City. fast
8: you're talking right now, and I'm just trying to keep up with it, too.
2: But I'm impressed with how Lucid playing so far. It's been a terrific start for them. as a. Fast here will go against Louisville City. It'll be a free kick here to Detroit in there, attacking in the Louisville City defensive end. In the final third on the right side of the box, this will play a little bit like a corner. It's about 10 yards outside of the box, Casey.
8: Well, to speak on how Louisville City is playing, They are playing a quicker style of soccer than what we're used to seeing. They normally try to build through the middle, possess the ball, move the ball around. But they're looking to transition a lot quickly, and that's catching Detroit off guard. And one of the reasons they're doing that is because of the formation that Detroit is playing. But this set piece for Detroit is a very dangerous set piece. It sets up for a really nice opportunity for a ball whipped into the box. Kyle Morton is going to be on his guard right now. He has to come up big in this moment.
2: Hopeno stands over the free kick. Again, 10 yards outside of the box on the near side of the box, the right side from Detroit's perspective. A one-man wall, Mushigalusa. Ball into the six-yard box, headed toward goal, and it's ultimately wide. Not sure who got their head on it. Maybe Matt Lewis there for Detroit, I think it is. The center back coming forward may, well, uh, may have been Rutz as well. And in, in fact, it is Connor Rutz who had the header at the back post for Detroit, but wide of Kyle Morton's goal and out for a goal kick to Louisville City.
8: And it was a nice ball served in from Antoine Oppenot, but just could not get down on the header to get it on target. I think Lucidity did well defending that one.
2: Another clever touch from Manny Perez. He's having a great game so far as he just lifted it over the shoulder of his defender. Win, and then dribbled forward near midfield, but in the end, it's taken off of uh, Perez's feet and out for a throw. The fans here thought it was a Louisville City throw. As you hear the boos and the consternation in the crowd, it is a Detroit City throw just at the midfield stripe. On the far side, their left, 14 and a half minutes gone, 0-0 between Louisville and Detroit Cities this evening in the second to last game of the regular season for Louisville City. On the right side, the near side for Detroit, Reese Williams trying to play it long and forward. It's blocked by Muschaglusa right where he stood. It's out for a Detroit throw on the near side. They're right in their defensive half, just outside of the Detroit City technical area. Reese Williams, the right wing back, takes it toward midfield. Yazid Matthews, a flicked on header toward Rutz, one there by Louisville City. It's Amadou Dia, the left back. Ball over the top for Wilson Harris to chase. It's a race between Harris and the goalkeeper, and Steinwasher, the goalkeeper off of his line, running to the right, is able to win that race and collect the ball.
8: Really great awareness from Steinwasher there to read that pass coming from Amadou Dia. Dia played the right ball, just maybe need to put a little bit more backspin on it, so instead of it bouncing and rolling forward, it's going to kind of slow down a little bit and allow Wilson Harris to get on the end of the ball.
2: Lucid City. Three shots so far, a 60% advantage in terms of possession. Detroit with two shots, one off that set piece, one from Yazid Matthews in the opening minutes of this game. 15 and a half gone by, 0-0. Detroit in possession, Reese Williams, the right wing back, in the attacking half, plays it across midfield into the defensive half for Detroit to Matt Lewis, back to the center back of the three, Stephen Carroll, and further backward to the goalkeeper, Steinwasher. Under pressure from Wilson Harris, he sends it long toward the left near midfield as Rutz. He brings it down really nicely after a heavy first touch. To the far sideline, it is Declan Wynn. Now the left center back of the three, Michael Bryan. He switches fields from left to right. Reese Williams running in field, trying to play backward to Lewis. City comes forward with their press once again. Steinwasher out of the box under pressure from Wilson Harris. Sends it long again. Down the near sideline this time. Flicked on at midfield by Maxi Rodriguez. Hopeno in behind. Hopeno ball into the box to the back post. Rutz is there. It's a collision between Manny Perez and Kyle Morton. But Morton comes up with the ball nearly an awkward situation at the back for louisville city but kyle morton off of his line quickly he rent that nicely and he's able to come up with the ball with a slide at the top of the box
8: what a play from kyle morton first of all it was a beautiful service in from antoine open a nice low service in behind in between morton and the back line forcing morton to have to come out and make a spectacular save and that's the type of save that you want your goalkeeper to make he came out completely fearless and adverted any attack if he does not come out detroit city's up 1-0
2: handball against palo del piccolo will thwart an offensive chance there for louisville city It was a long ball down the middle till piccolo initially brought it down with his feet but it ricocheted off of his foot with a heavy first touch into his hand and the referee about a yard away called the handball immediately gives a free kick to detroit they take it now down the near sideline reese williams deep in the corner tries to keep it in play back heels it in play but in fact he was out of play past the sideline And so it's going to be a throw to Louisville City deep in their defensive end, about a yard from the corner flag on the near side their left and Amadou Dia will take it but an opportunity here for Detroit to push numbers forward and try and keep the ball deep in this corner.
8: If you're Detroit you're looking to get a quick turnover off and then see if you can send a ball into the box this is the perfect opportunity to lock City into the corner.
2: 17 and a half gone by no score Dia sends it long down the near sideline Detroit wins it still in the attacking half with them Reese Williams the right wing back into the center circle backward to Michael Bryant Bryant now to Stephen Carroll on the midfield stripe touches it forward on the right switches fields a high ball in the air Into the lights at Lynn Family Stadium to the far sideline where it's brought down by Declan Wynn. Wynn backward to Abdu Jop in the midfield. Now further backward to that is Michael Bryant. He veers into the center circle. Forward to Reese Williams who's shown up in the middle here for the moment. He plays a ball through down the left side. Rutts giving chase. Manny Perez is first to the ball. Slides in to clear it away past the far sideline. Perez having a phenomenal game to this point. He's caught my eye a number of times, Casey. Well, I was
8: going to say, we're only 19 minutes in, but Manny Perez has given up a good fight for a man of the match the way that he is playing so far tonight. The work that he's doing offensively with how quickly he's counterattacking. The way he's been on the dribble contributing offensively. But then also the work he's done defensively that slide tackle there was absolutely perfect
2: louisville trying to keep the ball in that far corner near the corner flag one detroit throw sent back out of play by louisville city we have a second one here that declan win the left wing back will take about 15 yards from the corner flag still in the attacking half for detroit louisville city's defensive half win on the far sideline tucked in tight between multiple purple jerseys ball still on the far sideline did it go out it didn't They keep the ball in play. Louisville City comes away with it. Manny Perez, a long ball forward toward midfield. Headed down by Wilson Harris. He's still giving chase. But finally, Carroll, the center back, comes forward and just boots it away. Sends it high into the air down the far sideline and out of play into the seats. This time, it'll be a Louisville City throw in their defensive half on the far side. The Louisville right. Manny Perez, the right back, will take it. It's touched back to him immediately by Corbin Bone. Perez dribbling infield. Plays it backward to Sean Tosh. Further backward from Tosh to the goalkeeper, Kyle Morton, just outside of his six-yard box. Morton now the single-season all-time shutout leader in Louisville City history. His third shutout the last time out in the Louisville City victory against the RGV Toros in Texas. Morton sends it long down the middle. Flicked on by Wilson Harris towards Ray Serrano but intercepted there by Michael Bryant of Detroit and now Detroit tries to build out of the back. On the near side it is Reese Williams. He heaves it long over the top and it'll bounce into the arms of Kyle Morton at the top of the Louisville box.
8: And I think there needs to be a balance between when you send the ball forward and when you look to build. I think right now, Lou City is looking at times to go a little bit too direct. And that's what's forcing them to turn the ball over and pushing Detroit right back down their throats. They need to figure out some balance between looking to play direct, but then also understanding when it's smart to go direct and when they should try to build through the middle of the field.
2: That victory against RGV last time out for Louisville City, the 20th of their season. That is the first time this club has reached 20 victories in a single season. And it also put them on 66 points, which matches the 2018 team for the best ever uh, regular season point total. Here comes Lucidi in the attack. Down the middle, Palado Piccolo plays it through to the left side. Amadou Dia. It was deflected, and Dia will watch the ball roll past the end line. And this time the referee will give a Vi Fi corner kick. To Louisville City. Our first corner of the night. It comes 20 minutes and 40 seconds into this game. We are still at zeros between Louisville City and Detroit City. This Wi-Fi corner will come from the near side. The Louisville City left.
8: Good decision from Amadou Dia there to watch the ball roll over the end Could he have gotten to it? Yes. But all he would have been able to do is turn and send across. And so this gives them the opportunity to set up a nice set piece that they worked on the training pitch and get a really good look on goal.
2: In-swinger off the right foot of Serrano. Here it comes to the near post. Popped high up into the air by Matthews of Detroit. Still in the box. A header from Del Piccolo. A header from Sharpie. Knocked down. Sent out of the box by a Detroit defender. Ray Serrano will drift all the way back to pick it up. He plays it backward. Racer, I mean, uh, Antoine Hopeno, is chasing it down. And a header from Kyle Morton, about 50 yards out of his penalty area. will see that danger away for Louisville City. But Detroit picks it up. Here they come. Down the middle is Rutz. One defender back for Louisville City. It's Sharpie. Now it's Hopeno at the top of the D. As defenders now come back for Louisville City on the recovery. Corbin Bone with a touch. Now Matthews. Louisville finally recovering from that corner kick to bring numbers back. Abdu jumped from distance from 30 yards. He was not far away, just over the bar into the Estopinal in seats. Kyle Morton leaping to his right, was very concerned about that, but just off target by a yard for Jop.
8: I say like, just as Manny Perez is making a fight for man of the match, so is Kyle Morton. I think Ray Serrano needs to go and just really thank him for what he did there, because Ray Serrano with a very big errant back pass that was really right into the path of Antoine Opena, who is making the run down the middle. Morton very aware, though, comes out and adverts that danger, but then Detroit building a solid attack. They're attacking very quickly, and City is a little bit frantic, but I will give them credit. They're getting set in their defensive shape, and that's what's allowing them to survive these attacks.
2: And a smart play for Hopano there, just to give chase in hope that a ball like that might have been played from Ray Serrano. In fact, it was, and he nearly was in. Now Louisville City in the attack, 22 and a half minutes gone, looking for our first goal of tonight's game. In the attacking half, the left back, Amadou Di into the middle, Tyler Gibson drifting toward the center circle, plays it into the center circle, where Sean Tosh has it. Tosh now to the right back, Manny Perez, about five yards into the attacking half. He dribbles forward to the far sideline, Ray Serrano now, checks back, plays it to Sean Tosh, who's in the attacking half. Tosh dribbles forward, Plays it now across the field on the ground to Amadou Dia. D on the inside left, dribbling toward the box. About 25 yards from goal. Plays it to Moussa the near sideline. Moussa Galusa, foot on the ball. Right foot, now still on his right foot. Trying to dribble to the left. Now cuts it to the right. Plays it backward to Tyler Gibson. Louisville City with a nice spell of possession here. Can they find any kind of sharp end to it? It is Wilson Harris on the near sideline. Spinning around a defender. Whips in across from the corner near the corner flag with his left foot and it's blocked behind by the nearest defender that was matt lewis for detroit it's another vi-fi corner kick for louisville city on the near side their left 23 and a half minutes into this game no score
8: and wilson harris does a very good job there to make the most out of nothing there really wasn't a whole lot for him to be able to do on that sideline and he's able to get a cross up get it deflected and earn a corner kick
2: Some noise rising from the fans for the first time tonight. It'll be another in-swinger off the right foot of Ray Serrano. Here's his approach. Here's the Wi-Fi corner to the near post, headed away by Matthews, the first defender for Detroit. High into the air to the near sideline, backward toward midfield. Palo Del Piccolo trying to head it back in play, but his header goes out of play. It's a throw to Detroit on the near side just in front of their technical area in their defensive half. Reese Williams takes it. They'll build out of the back here. Detroit, what do you think of that corner, Casey? I'll
8: say a little bit of a poor service from Ray Serrano, if I'm being honest. I know they might be trying to play that near post, but if there's no one making the run there, why are you playing that type of service? You've got some really great headers inside the box, people that are able to put the ball in the back of the net. Why not send it in and give them a chance?
2: Out for another Detroit throw on the near side. Again, these teams meeting for the third time in all competitions this season. After two meetings up in Detroit, both games, Louisville City won the first on penalties in the U.S. Open Cup, the second because of a penalty in regular season play in August. 24 and a half minutes gone. A giveaway here by Sean Tosh, maybe a chance to break for Detroit. It's through to O, and Manny Perez recovers once again to win the ball for Louisville City. He turns immediately and dribbles upfield. Look at Manny Perez go. Forward down the right side now is Moussa He dribbles infield. Tries to play it to Wilson Harris. He's shoved over from the side. Please for a foul from Louisville City and from the fans. The referee, though, does not call a foul. And in the end, the ball rolls into the arms of Steinwasher, the Detroit goalkeeper.
8: And Sean Tosh, very, very poor giveaway there, basically passed it to the Detroit player. But Manny Perez, again, has three Detroit players around him, is able to pick the ball up, dribble out of those three, take on another two players, and is making an overlapping run. And I think they should have tried to release it back out to him. But he is just looking very good today.
2: And to speak big picture, to me, developmentally as a soccer town, as a soccer culture, the fans need to start appreciating that kind of play from Manny Perez. I didn't hear any applause after that recovery. But that was a phenomenal recovery, and we've seen a few of them tonight from Manny Perez. Well, and
8: I think a lot of it is he does it so often that it doesn't seem like as big of a deal as what it is because he is so good at positioning himself, recovering it, and covering for his teammates that it just seems like that's what he's supposed to be doing. But really, it's an excellent, smart play from Manny Perez, and it should be celebrated. But
2: as the game continues to grow here in this city, you'd hope, that the fans will begin to appreciate those kinds of plays, not just goal-scoring plays. Ball through for Detroit. Hopeno making a run, but once again, Kyle Morton, who himself is having a really nice game, not in shot-stopping, but in all the other facets of goalkeeping. He's off of his line again. He slides just in front of the feet of Hopeno to scoop up the ball.
8: Kyle Morton has just been very on point and aware tonight, and he's had to be because there have been some really bad back passes, some solid attacks from Detroit, so he has just been on his game.
2: Long ball from Sean Tosh. Tyler Gibson making a run forward rarely he can't get to the ball though the defender michael bryant there first for detroit he just hoofs it forward here comes lucity again musha glusa back to musha he's in on his right goes for a goal and he put it over the bar from 10 yards on the right it was a difficult angle but he got under the ball and put it over the bar into the seats. Musha with the chance for Louisville City. It's a goal kick to Detroit.
8: I love how Wilson Harris posted up there on the center back, which created almost a screen not only for the center back, but it also allowed for a really nice one-two combination play to send Musha Galusa in. Musha Galusa was a very, very tough angle but I don't think he made the correct decision on the shot type there. I think he should have looked to maybe go near post. It looked like Steinwasher was cheating towards the middle of the goal, but I didn't have the best angle, so it's hard to tell.
2: 27 minutes gone. A chance for Luce City once again. Musha Galusa ball into the box looking for our first goal of the game. Headed away by Detroit, picked up by Wilson Harris. He plays it backward to Dia. Dia back to Harris who continues his run. Down the left, in the box, on his left foot. Plays it across the face, but no one on the back post to tap it in. It's picked up at the far sideline. Musha the attack's still on for Lou City. Dribbling in against his defender. Musha in the penalty area, on his left. Takes the shot, and is driven right into the chest of the goalkeeper, Steinwasher, defending that near post. Another chance for Louisville City. And we've had a number of them in this game. It's been a really entertaining game so far. 28 minutes in, nearly. Still no score. Musha the chance there again for Lou City.
8: And I love that Lou City is cycling the chances through. So even if one side isn't working, they're switching the point of attack and trying to attack down the other side. There we see Wilson Harris get a second chance on that cross. I think he needs to do better on it. It's a great cross, but there was nobody there. I would like to see him get his head up and pick somebody out on that cross. And the look from Mushigalusa, I love that shot on his left foot. It was a nice, low-driven shot, just didn't really have the aim on it.
2: Foul goes against Detroit in the Louisville Inn. They take a fifth-third free kick and move into the attack quickly. Wilson Harris in the middle was in between two Detroit defenders. A collision was made, but no foul called, and Detroit takes over on the ball as the fans on the near sideline disagree with that no call from our referee, but he has been pretty consistent tonight, I have to say, in terms of those no calls on situations like that. Louisville, though, retains possession after that play. They win it back. It's Tyler Gibson in the midfield on the inside left at the midfield stripe. Into the center circle, Sean She's dribbling forward with time and space, well into the attack by 20 yards. Now on the inside right, Moushigalusa, back to Tosh, still in the attacking half. Tosh back to Moushigalusa, further toward the far sideline. On the far sideline, further forwards Manny Perez, backward to Moushigalusa. Still in the attacking half for Lu City, 29 minutes gone and no score. The ball very much in favor in terms of possession in Lu City, nearly 55% to this point in the game. The inside right, Ray Serrano, dribbling toward the box. Palado Piclo on the right side now, on the far sideline, backward to Moushigalusa. Ten players, nine players from the field behind the ball for Detroit right now. Manny Perez left it for Serrano. Top of the box on the right side, trying to dribble in against Win, and Wynn stuck out a toe to send it wide off of his foot it is a throw to louisville city on the far side the right deep in the attacking end in the final third serrano takes it quickly into palo do piccolo sizes up across now puts it into the box trying to clip it toward wilson harris knocked away by detroit's win now hoping on the far sideline trying to clear under pressure his clearance gives it back to louisville city with west sharpie they continue to try and work it in this right side it's ray serrano whips the ball into the box toward the penalty spot Headed, uh, knocked away high into the air by Michael Bryant of Detroit. Still in the attacking half for Louisville City. Del Piccolo trying to bring it down. Cleared away by a Detroit defender, and that clearance out of play past the far sideline. It'll be a Louisville City throw about 10 yards into the attacking half from the far side there right.
8: I love the little combination play there on the right side, but at times it almost becomes like you're playing a small field possession-type scrimmage, like what you do in training. I would like to see them see if they can have a little bit more movement off the ball, maybe have some players check out of that space trying to pull a defender with them to open up a little bit more space within that area or see if they can move the ball across the back line and attack down the other side when you keep it pinballed in one area it makes it really easy for the defense to be able to defend.
10: Blue City
2: coming off of their second home loss of the season in terms of their last home game against Memphis. Chance for Blue City ball through from Del Piccolo into the box toward Wilson Harris but it was just too far out in front of him and Steinwasher read it well. Moving to his right he'll pick it up the goalkeeper for Detroit. 30 minutes and 40 seconds gone. Still no goals to speak of, but Luce City certainly with the better of it to this point. Six shots for the boys in purple, one of them on target, forcing a save from Steinwasher, and 57% possession for Luce City.
8: Lou City has definitely looked like the team that is going to score, but you can't count Detroit out because every time that they've been able to transition quickly, they've been able to generate a solid attack. loose City just has to get a little bit sharper when they get in and around that box.
2: Here comes loose City once again. West Sharpie dribbles around a defender nicely from his center back spot, and then a foul goes against Detroit. Just on the edge of the center circle as a Detroit player in the midfield tugged on a loose City jersey. A fifth-third free kick to loose City. Paolo Del Piccolo takes it a little bit too quickly for the referee's liking. He plays it. Forces West Sharpie to take it now at midfield. It's back in play. Amadou Di on the near sideline in the attack for Luce City. First time ball from Del Piccolo to Moushigalusa. Left side of the box. Dribbles into the area and great defending there. By Lewis of Detroit. He played it right back off of Moushigalusa and behind for a goal kick. Some of the fans disagree but I think that was a good play there from Detroit's defender Lewis. It's out for a goal kick to Steinwasher.
8: It was an incredible play by Lewis there. It was a really nice touch from Moushigalusa to cut inside to get the inside shoulder but Lewis positioned himself really well and was able to hit the ball back off of Moushigalusa out for a goal kick. Very, very nice patient defending.
2: Strangely taken goal kick it was driven, maybe mishit by Steinwasher, but Detroit comes up with the ball at midfield, now they're in the attack, it's Matthews down the middle, forward to Hopeno, trying to flick it to the near side, the right to Williams, he's pleading for a handball. no handball called, still with Detroit it's Williams on the right side of the box, the right wing back on his right foot, whips it across to the six yard box and it's flicked up, off the crossbar it stayed out, it's still on the end line, still in play, Manny Perez the first to it, and he plays it forward on the ground to Ray Serrano, Detroit inches away from breaking the deadlock to open this game as a foul goes against Detroit as Louisville City was trying to get out of their end and it's our first booking of the night Serrano taken down for Louisville City and I believe Declan Wynn it is Declan Wynn the left wing back who has been shown our first world of beer yellow card tonight 33 minutes gone still no score but Detroit inches away from opening the scoring there Casey
8: I I don't know how that ball didn't go in it was a really nice cross a great run towards the near post flicked on really nicely Hits off the bottom of the crossbar even and bounces down and out. A lot of times you see those bounce down and in, or when they hit the inside of the crossbar, they end up going in the back of the net. So not really sure how that one stayed out. I think Lucidity a little bit lucky that that one did not go in the back of the net, but hopefully that'll help fuel their fire a little bit and so they can put one of their chances away.
2: Detroit coming forward once again, Yazeed Matthews on the right side, in the box, cuts it on his left, takes a shot, palmed away by Kyle Morton, and then cleared away by Wes Sharpie, his clearance toward midfield, Harris up there, he wins the ball for Lou City, here comes Harris, charging forward in the center circle, he's shoved from behind, it's another foul against Detroit, and it's another booking against Detroit, our second world of beer yellow card. Both of them shown to the visitors tonight here at Lynn Family Stadium, and this time to Stephen Carroll along the back line. And this game has absolutely sprung to life. It was good before. It's truly entertaining now. It'll be a fifth-third free kick to Lou City in their attacking half by about five yards on the edge of the center circle.
8: It's almost happening so fast, it's hard to keep up of where to watch, where to look, because the players are moving so fast, they're moving so well off the ball. That was a great attacking play there by Matthews. He cuts inside and so quickly gets his shot off that it doesn't allow Dia the chance to be able to stick his leg in and get the block. Morton does great to get down quickly. He's not able to hold on to the ball, so he pushes it away, and his team was there to help clear it out. I love how Will- Wilson Harris was able to pick the ball up in the middle of the field and just sees three defenders. He's like, you know what, why not? And he just tries to take on three defenders. Well, I think that's a little bit ambitious. I appreciate the effort, and he did end up drawing the foul, which was great. I would like to see him maybe try to see if he can get the foul, and if he can't, then pull it back and see if he can keep the ball. But what great, exciting end-to-end action. Both teams know what's on the line. Both teams really trying to put on a show and get those three points.
2: A pause in play here as the training staff for Detroit comes onto the field after the foul was called against Detroit. Abdu Jop was down, receiving treatment. Gave an opportunity for both teams to come to the sideline, aside from Jop, to catch their breath a little bit and get some water. It's been breathtaking stuff over the last 10 minutes or so, end-to-end action. Great chances for both teams, perhaps the best chance moments ago from Detroit when the ball went off the underside of the crossbar and somehow stayed out. We've got just under 10 minutes plus stoppage time to go in this first half here at Lynn Family Stadium in Butchertown. 0-0 between the city's Detroit and Louisville in the second to last game of this USL championship season. The free, third free kick taken for Lou City. Paladol Piccolo sends it long down the right. Ray Serrano on the edge of the area is there for Lou City. It's knocked away and out of play by a Detroit player. It'll be a Luce City throw on the far side the right, and they're attacking final third. Serrano will take the throw. Now he'll drop it off to Manny Perez to take. Five players in and around the penalty area for Lou City. The throw goes backward into the middle to Tyler Gibson. Further backward in the middle, West Sharpie, just on the edge of the, panel, uh, the uh, center circle, I should say. Amadou Dia, the inside left now. The far left, Mushagalusa dribbling in against Reese Williams. Mushagalusa, edge of the penalty area. Williams makes a challenge, and it's a good one. It's out behind. A goal kick to Detroit. Last touch there by Mushagalusa. And Casey to be critical of Mushagalusa. We've seen this trait from him time and time again throughout this season. It is one of his chief skills, his dribbling ability, but sometimes he might use it a bit too much to the taste of some fans at Lynn Family Stadium. That time, dribbling in. Williams does well to stick out a leg and win a goal kick.
8: I think it's just predictability. He's very predictable when he gets the ball on the outside of the field. He's going to dribble that goal. He's going to go in line. He's going to do X, Y, Z. He's very predictable when he gets on the ball. And so Mushigalusa just needs to see what can he do to change that up. Can he try to cut the ball back behind his leg, go in the inside, just be a little bit more unpredictable because right now it's really easy for the defenders to defend him.
2: Eight minutes to go plus stoppage time looking for our first goal but not for lack of chances tonight as the whistle goes and a flag up against Detroit as they tried to play it long down the middle over the top toward Connor Rutz. It's an offside call and a fifth third free kick here to Luce City and for the second time in the last couple of minutes a Detroit player hits the ground and the training staff will come on and this is going to be Stephen Carroll. I thought this earlier but didn't mention it when he was called for that foul shown a yellow card for the foul against Del Piccolo of Louisville City he came up a bit gimpy a little bit of a hobble on his right foot uh, on his right leg and now Carroll has gone down and you'd think that this will be the last action for him tonight because of how this looks he's sitting down hands propping him up on either side and the training staff looking at that right leg for Stephen Carroll of Detroit a center back out of Ireland at 28 years of age
8: Well, and when he comes back up, he's grabbing his hamstring there on that right leg, hobbling a bit, grabbing the hamstring. That's not what you want to see if you're a coach. And as a player, that's not what you want at all. And so I think the smartest decision here, while it's not pulled, hopefully, or anything too serious, sub him out, get him the rest. You've already qualified for the playoffs. That's ultimately the big picture, the most important thing is playoffs. And so see if you can get him some time, have him recover, rest him, and see if you can get another player to get some experience in.
2: Carroll back to his feet, but still clutching at that right hamstring with his right foot. He is the captain for Detroit City. Again, the 28-year-old from Cork in Ireland. He's been the captain for Detroit since 2019. He's in his sixth season for the only club that he has played for. Again, Stephen Carroll. And it looks like he will come out of this game. Detroit forced to go to the bench with just over six minutes to go in the first half. And it is Carl Wimetz who will replace him in the lineup. A 30-year-old from Canada in his 11th season as a professional. Spent the last five years up I-65. With ND11, he made 100 appearance, 100 league appearances with that team. He is in his first season in Detroit, and Carl Womet comes on for his 16th appearance with his current club. So Womet on, the captain Carroll off along the back line for Detroit City FC. That substitution brought to you by MHS Global with six minutes to go plus stoppage time in this first half.
8: You always hate to see a player have to go off so early, and it's also going to make some, desi- some interesting decisions forced on the, the coach at halftime.
2: Ball through on the far sideline, testing Win Manny Perez who's making a run to the end line. Win beats him to the ball, and Declan Wynn plays it wide for a Louisville City throw deep in their attacking half just on top of that far right-sided corner flag from Louisville City's perspective. Still looking for our opening goal tonight in what has been a really, truly well played game between these two sides the throw into Wilson Harris trying to flick it around the defender Bryant trying to spin on Bryant after flicking flicking it over his shoulder but the ball out of play Harris went down some calls for a foul from the fans in the waterfront end but no foul given and it's a goal kick to Detroit here
8: well I think it's going to be tough to get a penalty call in that situation for Wilson Harris the ball's way up in the air so the distance to Paul there's no way that he's going to score a goal he's kind of initiating the contact himself so a, a tough one to get a penalty call in that situation
2: just past the 40 minute mark of this first half goal kick sent long Sent back the other way by Wes Sharpie of Louisville City. The two teams battling for possession in the middle. Louis City comes out with it. Tyler Gibson in the middle in defensive half. Backward to the left center back, Wes Sharpie. Sharpie turns backward, plays it into his penalty area to Kyle Morton. Yazid Matthews coming forward to apply a little pressure for Detroit. Morton goes long down the inside right toward midfield. Ray Serrano loses out in the air, though, to Declan Wynn. But that ball from Wynn off of his head out of play to the far sideline for a Louisville City throw in the loose City defensive half. Manny Perez, the right back, will take it with four minutes to go plus stoppage time in this first fe- period of play in front of a quieter than usual in Family Stadium this evening. Here comes Ray Serrano forward. Maybe a chance for loose City, but an errant ball from Serrano. He had Galusa making the run in front of him played it with the outside of his right foot down the middle and overhit the pass. Steinwasher, the goalkeeper, collects.
8: Poor decision from Ray Serrano there. He picks the ball up in the middle of the field. He has acres of space in front of him. He's trying to force the pass to Musha Galusa. two defenders on him. I want to see Ray Serrano try to dribble a little bit more there. You're either going to draw a foul or you're going to force a player to have to step to you and that's then going to open up Musha
2: Another ball in the air down the middle for Detroit and in the second time tonight we've seen Morton, the goalkeeper for Lucid, forced out of his area to use his head. Here comes Detroit again Hopino Pokes it past Kyle Morton Who immediately turns to the assistant referee To claim offside But no flag On the near sideline And Antoine Hopino Has come back to haunt Louisville City It's Detroit in front Three minutes before the halftime plus stoppage time here at Lynn Family Stadium. It was just a ball over the top. Hopeno was in behind. Everyone in purple hoped that he was offside. No offside flag goes up. And Hopeno does well to just poke it past to the oncoming Kyle Morton and into the back of the net. It's Detroit 1, Louisville nothing. In the 43rd minute of this game at Lynn Family Stadium.
8: It's really nicely built by Detroit. It's exactly how they've been building their attacks this entire first half. Balls over the top, players running through. We talked about I feel like I just said the same thing the entire first half for how Detroit has scored. And that time, Openo was able to get on the end of it. A little toe poke past Morton. With that toe poke, what that does is it doesn't allow Morton time to react to it. If Openo were to open up his foot and try to pass it in, Morton might be able to get to it. But it's a quick shot from Openo. Perfectly placed. A nice finish.
2: Open 0-9 goals while with Louisville City. He scores against them here. Louisville City trying to answer immediately. It's a header over the bar by Wilson Harris. Moussa Galusa headed down the left, put in across to the six-yard box. Header up. I mean, Harris up for it for the header, and it's actually off of a Detroit player. So it'll be a Wi-Fi corner kick here to Louisville City. Two minutes to go plus stoppage time in this first half. It'll come from the far side, the Louisville City right. It'll be an in swinger off the left foot of the captain, Paolo Del Piccolo.
8: That's the reaction that you want from Louisville City just unfortunate Harris couldn't put it down.
2: Here comes the corner. High into the air, into the six-yard box. Steinwasher off of his line and just picks the ball off of the head of Manny Perez, of all people, who was attacking that for loose City. Steinwasher quickly throws it forward into the attack. It's over the near sideline. Plays an early ball through. Matthews making a run. Gibson with a touch. Sharpie with a touch. It's back to Matthews. Now back to Reese Williams. Now Jop in the midfield for Detroit. Still in the attack. Jop through. Declan went in. Declan Wynn plays it across. It's turned into the back of the net. But when was offside the flag went up immediately and this time the offside prayers of Lou City are answered As when was in an offside position by about four yards there before he played that ball across to ruts The goal waved off. It's a fifth third free kick to Lou City
8: and the right decision there by the referee to call the offsides It's tough when you want to play that high line because situations like that do occur occur where Players are able to time it perfectly, and because you're playing that high line and typically you're able to catch them offsides, you are going to be able to get the trick, but it, it, Lou City just has to be a little bit stronger in the back.
2: In the final minute of the regulation 45, stoppage time to come in this first half, an offside flag this time on the other end of the field against Wilson Harris of Lou City, who had tried to make a run down the inside left channel. It'll be a free kick here to Detroit and their goalkeeper Steinwasher. It'll come about 10 yards outside of the Detroit box. And Detroit taking their time. As you might expect, they just want to get to halftime with this lead that they just earned through Antoine Hopeneau. Again, nine goals for Hopeno in his Louisville City career that lasted three seasons from 2019 to 2021. 61 appearances for Louisville City, that regular season goal total. He, of course, scored one of the more famous goals in Lou City's history to tie the game late in stoppage time in the Eastern Conference Final in Indianapolis a few years ago. We have moved into stoppage time. Stoppage time is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. The referees added a minimum of three minutes to this first half. Detroit in in the lead one to nothing over Luce City. Luce City, though, trying to come forward and answer, and another poor ball from Ray Serrano. Tried to chop it into the ground and bounce it forward to Palo Del Piccolo, who was onside and open, but is intercepted there by the left-back win. Luce City, though, wins it back quickly in the attacking half. Corbin Bone on the inside right, still with it, Bone, dribbling forward. To the further outside to Ray Serrano. Serrano, top of the box. Wilson Harris, a chance to shoot. His shot blocked off of his left foot. Bouncing ball picked up by Gibson on the near side, of the left. Now Mushagalusa still on the left. Clips it into the box. Amadou Dia chests it down. Dia out of the box. Gibson on the near side, of the left, looking to size up across. Cuts it into his left foot. Now backward to Dia, who has circled around him. Top of the box. Mushagalusa on his right foot, knocked off of his feet. Del Piccolo a ball forward, and Amadou Dia couldn't handle it. He was offside anyway, and the offside flag. Is called for by the center referee, so it'll be a, fee, a free kick here to Detroit. A good-looking attack just couldn't find that final ball to unlock the visitors here, Loose City.
8: When I feel like at times when Loose City is on the ball offensively, they don't know what to do with it. There is they don't have a plan, and just like in that situation, they thought about crossing it, but the teammates weren't all on the same page. There weren't there wasn't enough movement. There weren't enough runs in the box, and so there just needs to be a little bit more creativity offensively.
2: The free kick sent long from Detroit. It's Hopeno on the end of it in the final third. Deep in the corner on the near side. The right defended by Sharpie. Trying to dribble around him is Hopeno. Sharpie gives a chest into Hopeno. They're battling physically. Hopeno goes down. No foul called. And Mushagalusa drifting backward recovers the ball. Here comes Corbin Bone. Forward to uh, Wilson Harris holding it up. Harris, after being chested in the back by Carl Womet plays it on the ground across midfield to the inside right where Ray Serrano drops back for it. Serrano now long ball high into the air over the top. From right to left looking for the run of Mushagalusa. And catch up to it. It bounces into the arms of Steinwasher, the goalkeeper for Detroit.
8: One of my worries for how this game is going to continue to carry out is, while, yes, the, the ref has allowed them to play, it's allowed to be a physical game, but this, these two teams, I don't know if that's going to play in their favor as this game goes on. They are both two very physical teams, and so I just hope that both teams are able to keep their emotions in check.
2: An errant touch from Reese Williams, the right wing back for Detroit, gives a throw to loose City, maybe the final chance of this first half, in the attacking end near the technical area on the near sideline it's Amadou into the middle to Gibson edge of the center circle, Sean Tosh in the attacking half he touches it forward, still Tosh, he dribbles on far side the right, Manny Perez sizing up across, here it comes high into the air, edge of the 6 yard box Steinwasher off of his line, palms it down and catches it on the bounce to come up with the ball and that just may be the final attack of this first half
8: it's a good ball in, but nobody's challenging Steinwasher. Moushigalusa sitting too far back on that. He needs to see if he can push a little bit forward and come to it. Just again, more movement and more creativity inside that box.
2: The referee's whistle goes. That will be halftime at Lynn Family Stadium in this penultimate regular season game of 2022 for Louisville City. And it is a 42nd-minute goal scored by the former Louisville City hero, Antoine Hopino that gives Detroit City a 1-0 lead. At the halftime break. Plenty more to come at the halftime show. With me and Casey, do stick around for that. But again, the score at the break, Detroit 1, Louisville nothing. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN Louisville.
15: This
11: new Toyota Tundra is amazing. It's rugged and capable.
15: Designed, engineered, and built right here in the USA.
11: And Tundra is more powerful and more fuel efficient. The
15: iForce Max Hybrid powertrain delivers 437 horsepower. And with the multi-terrain select,
11: no matter what the conditions are, it automatically adjusts the engine throttle and traction.
15: While well, the crawl control modulates the throttle and brakes.
11: When we say you can go anywhere and do anything.
15: Tundra really means it. Yeah. Toyota. Let's go places.
7: From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids, for all the care along the way.
9: Hi, this is Paul Rogers. I want to tell you about my good friends over at the fitness market. When the time came to upgrade my treadmill this summer, I knew fitness market was where I needed to go. Their selection of treadmills is the largest in Louisville, and they had the perfect model that fit my needs and my budget. Their delivery team did a great job installing my new treadmill, and they even hauled away my old one. When I visited their location on Plantside Drive, I was amazed at the huge selection of equipment they keep in stock. Not only treadmills, but ellipticals, exercise bikes, home gyms and strength equipment, even electric bikes. Pat, Chris, and Sarah Wider and their team have been serving the Louisville community for over 20 years, and their treadmill medic company services everything they sell. I've been privileged to witness some great teams here in Louisville, and I couldn't be happier with a team at Fitness Market. So do what I did. Visit Fitness Market when you're ready to upgrade your home gym. Two locations, Westport Road just inside the Snyder and the corner of Plantside Drive and Watterson Trail, or online thefitnessmarket.com. Nansen
13: Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC
0: you're listening to the louisville city fc halftime report now back to lynn family stadium here's jeff milby and casey whitfield at the half at lynn family stadium it is detroit city
2: one louisville city nothing that score presented by serve pro floyd county the official restoration partner of Louisville City FC. The goal scored by former Louisville City player Antoine Hopeno in his return to Lynn Family Stadium tonight. It comes in the 42nd minute for Detroit. A truly entertaining back-and-forth, well-played first half between these two playoff-bound teams in the USL Championships Eastern Conference. Casey Whitfield alongside me, Jeff Milby. The halftime statistics do favor Lou City to a degree in certain categories, namely possession. 60% of the ball was with Lou City in that first half. They generated eight shots out of that possession and in the end they finish with three corners as well. Among those eight shots though, only one of them was on target. It was a shot at the near post that forced a save from Steinwasher hit directly into his chest by Musha Galusa for Louisville City. Detroit With their 40% possession, they were able to generate six shots in that first half. Three of them were on target, and that includes a shot that ricocheted off the underside of the crossbar that could have been the opening goal a few minutes before what became the opening goal in that first half. So it easily could be 2-0 in favor of Detroit, Detroit without a corner in that first half. And Casey, as we were speaking off air, by the way, two yellow cards in the first half presented by World of Beer, one shown to Stephen Carroll, one shown to Declan Wynn, both of Detroit City. And Stephen Carroll, by the way, had to go off with injury. So Detroit has already used one of their substitutions and one of their substitution windows. But Casey, we were talking during the break continues to be a theme for Louisville City from a troubling perspective. Uh, To be critical of the team, they do wonderful stuff in getting the ball into the final third, getting the ball into position to put the ball into the box from the wide areas, and indeed also from the middle of the field in generating chances. But it's just that final opportunity that eludes them. They can't generate any great scoring chances, any great shots out of all the possession they have and out of all the possession they have in the attacking end in the final third. It's the same old story for loose City from a negative perspective.
8: I mean, it, it really is, and I think that's what frustrates me the most is it's the same problem. They do all of the work to get there. They do all the pretty one-two passes. They do these nice crosses that you're like, oh, so close. But then when you really reflect on it, they haven't really had any clear looks on frame besides the goal that got called back. That's the only, like, clear shot that you're like, yeah, that definitely had a chance. Mushigalusa shot, well, yes, it was on target. It was right at Steinwasher. And so there really isn't much creativity happening inside the box to put the ball in the back of the net. Everything is happening around the box, and it's almost as if when we get inside the box, we panic a little bit, we don't know what to do, we don't get the shot off. It's, it's. We're not on the same page, a mistouch. and it's just a little bit frustrating because we're doing all the hard stuff that we need to start to figure out. Who's going to be the player that steps up for us inside that final third? Who is going to be our go-to goal scorer? Because right now, I would say it's Wilson Harris, but I don't know if I would put all my eggs in his basket. If we're looking for, it's we're, we're down, we need a goal, who do we go to?
2: Yeah, I failed to mention, you correctly point out, Casey, that each team had a goal goal. Wiped away because of an offside call. Wilson Harris had put it into the back of the net from close range inside the six-yard box. He was called offside. That was a more questionable call than the second. Detroit's Declan win was several yards offside when he played it across into the penalty area at the penalty spot toward Connor Rutz, who put it into the back of the net. That one, immediately the flag went up, and that's certainly, I don't think, much argument from Detroit there on that play. But either team... Had a goal wiped off in that first half. And to the point you make, though, Casey, we should point out to Louisville City fans, it's been rare this season, but Cameron Lancaster is available, and he's out on the field right now warming up with the substitutes. Lancaster, of course, Louisville City's all-time leading goal scorer. He's only been able to play in four games to this point on the season. He's scored twice, both against Tulsa here at home, but he's healthy once again after suffering that groin injury that kept him out for Many, many weeks from June to now October, but he's back and available. Might he be an option for Danny Cruz off the bench to put a little goal-scoring pep into this attack for Lou City?
8: I mean, I think you have to think of something to spark the attack, spark some creativity up top because, like I said, they're doing great getting the chances. All of that is great. Their combination play is great. The play on the wings is great. But when they get inside the box, it's not so great. And that's where they need to start to figure out. That's where they need to clean it up, where things need to start clicking, where there needs to be a player that steps up and is like, I'm going to put this ball in the back of the net. I'm going to do whatever it takes to score.
2: We will continue to break down the first half and look forward to the second half and also when we return after this break here during halftime. We'll take a look around the league. There are three other games scheduled for tonight, including one of huge Interest to Louisville City fans involving Memphis 901. They are in action currently. We'll tell you about that score when we return. Again, the score at the half presented by Serve Pro Floyd County, the official restoration partner of Louisville City FC, is Detroit City 1. Louisville City nothing, and you're listening to tonight's broadcast on ESPN Louisville.
10: After getting a full workout this summer, your air conditioner may be on its last legs. So now it's time for you to save big on a train comfort system at DFH. This month, you can get 18 months special financing plus 10-year parts and labor warranty with a complete train system. DFH is who we use here at the station. It's hard to stop a train, and it's hard to not call DFH Company today at 968-6222 or look them up online at dfhcompany.com. Visit dfhcompany.com for complete program eligibility dates, details, and restrictions subject to credit approval.
12: Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities. Open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com.
10: A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and late-night happy hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what
5: you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. As a sponsor of Lou City FC, LGE is proud to empower sweet passes, monster saves, and in our humble opinion, the most loyal, loudiest,
1: loudest fans anywhere. And when we're not
5: <coughs> and when we're not cheering on the players, we're working hard for our customers with sustainability initiatives like SolarShare and electric vehicle charging stations. At LGE, our energies go to scoring goals and to serving you. Learn more at LGE-KU.com. Lou City FC and Racing
10: Louisville merch is the best way to show pride for your teams and your city.
1: Lancaster firing a shot from very far out and knuckled it in! Our
10: 2022 jerseys are now available, so grab your kit and get ready to cheer on the team this season. Visit the team store at Lynn Family Stadium, open Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6 to check out the new apparel, accessories, and novelties arriving weekly. Or shop online at shop.lucity.com and shop.racingloufc.com.
2: Welcome back. It is halftime at Lynn Family Stadium. About three and a half minutes to go during the halftime break, and your serve pro Floyd County halftime score is Detroit 1, Louisville nothing, and that is a particularly troublesome score for Louisville City given the other score in the league currently right now. Four games tonight in the United Soccer League. And one of them of the utmost importance to Louisville City. It is Memphis nine hundred one in the lead over the RGV Toros, the team Louisville City just defeated. It is currently one to nothing in that game. That game kicked off about thirty minutes after the Louisville City game tonight, so they are still in first half action in that game at AutoZone Park in Memphis. So again, Memphis in front one to nothing. Why is that important to Louisville City? Well, if these two scores, Detroit one, Louisville nothing, Memphis one, RGV nothing, remain, and they finish that way. Luce City is taken out of control of their own destiny once again, and Memphis is back in the driver's seat for that number one seat in the Eastern Conference. As it stands, if those results hold, Memphis would trail Luce City by just two points in the Eastern Conference standings, and Memphis still has two games to play after tonight in their regular season with Luce City off this weekend. So Memphis, if they were to win both of those games, there would be nothing that Louisville City could do. So, Casey, this second half becomes all the more important for Louisville City. They've got to come from behind if they want to control their own destiny and win this game so that they have a shot at that number one seed in the Eastern
8: Conference. 100%. This is a very critical 45 minutes because you did so much work and so many things went into your your way uh, this past weekend with Memphis dropping points, with Louisville City able to pick up the win on the road, that if you come home tonight and drop points – has got to feel very disheartening, and if you're Memphis, you're definitely not going to mess up an opportunity again. And so, Lou City has to come up big in this second half. I imagine Detroit's going to try to pack it in defensively, see if they can put a few more bodies inside that box. So now, Lou City's got even more creative in that final third and try to break them down even more.
2: Second half, when we come back, Detroit one, Louisville nothing. You're listening to it on ESPN Louisville.
14: At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions from the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky.
3: Imagine your bright career when you join the UofL Health team. Now, imagine receiving free tuition to the University of Louisville. At UofL Health, we believe in investing in you and the power of education. So now, your UofL Health family has college tuition covered for all employees and their families. Just imagine the possibilities. For details, visit uoflhealth.org imagine. That's the power of you.
11: This new Toyota Tundra is amazing. It's rugged and capable.
15: Designed, engineered, and built right here in the USA.
11: And Tundra is more powerful and more fuel efficient. The
15: iForce Max Hybrid powertrain delivers 437 horsepower. And with a multi-terrain select,
11: no matter what the conditions are, it automatically adjusts the engine throttle and traction.
15: While the crawl control modulates the throttle and brakes.
11: When we say you can go anywhere and do anything...
15: Tundra really means it. Yeah. Toyota. Let's go places.
0: That boy of mine, he sure does take after me. I love football, he loves football.
2: I put ketchup on my eggs, he puts ketchup on his. I didn't wear my seatbelt, neither did he. So nothing's going to be the same ever again. So please, show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up. And put your
5: phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety
2: welcome back the whistle of the referee has just gone to start this second half we are back underway Louisville City will move from left to right in the second half Detroit from right to left again Detroit in the lead one to nothing, and a substitution at halftime Casey Whitfield Josh Winder comes on for Louisville City Along the back line, and this will be a shift in formation for Danny Cruz into a 3-5-2 as the ball forward from Louisville City falls to the feet of Steinwasher. Bone had made a little run to the edge of the area. So winder on, it'll be a 3-5-2 for Danny Cruz. Right now, those two forwards are Musha Galusa and Harris for Louisville City, but you'd have to think later on in this second half, this will set up for Lancaster and Harris to play together up top because that was the plan this season from the start of the season but Lancaster's injuries have prevented that so that is the situation right now for Lou City. What do you make of it, Casey?
8: I think it's a smart move from Danny Cruz. I like the three back look for them because Manny Perez and Amadou Dia are so good offensively and they're also extremely capable of doing the work on both sides of the ball so I like them being up there. I'm also, again, super excited to have Lancaster back. He cannot go the full 90, cannot go a full 45 yet but i imagine we'll see him probably after the 60th minute paired up with uh wilson harris it comes
2: Lou City coming forward down the far side is amadou d at the left back just outside of the box put in his cross but he was in an offside position and the flag went up almost immediately so offside against Lou City to thwart that opportunity and a free kick here to detroit a minute and a half into this second half again hoping of the goal scorer tonight for louisville city i mean for detroit city too many cities in this lots game. of cities going lots on. lots of cities and hoping, of course, the former Louisville City player. The free kick taken by Steinwasher. The goalkeeper sent long down the inside right for Detroit. Headed away by Louisville City. It's out for a Detroit throw on the far side. They're right in the attacking half by about four or five yards. They take it now. Williams, the right wing back, drifting backward. He'll play it backward there to the right center back of the three tonight for Detroit. That is Matt Lewis. Lewis all the way back to the goalkeeper. Steinwasher under pressure, sends it long, high into the air to midfield. One in the air by Josh Winder. His header down, though, picked up by Reese Williams of Detroit. He immediately sends it long down the far sideline. And Kyle Morton, the loose city goalkeeper, out of his area to claim it with his feet and again casey to point out louisville's formation detroit also with playing with three center backs and up a goal you'd expect on the road them to drop back into a back five in this second half to defend this lead
8: yeah i think we're going to see win and william sitting a little bit deeper in this second half to kind of conserve that lead especially with perez and dia pushing up higher those two players are going to absorb the runs of Dia and Perez and kind of act as other outside backs to help them out because they do have the lead, so they don't want to expose too many bodies forward.
2: And we're going to have a substitution here for Detroit, interestingly, three minutes into the second half. So they're going to use another window here, Detroit. And it's Hopano, the player that scored in the first half, the former loose City player coming off. And it's going to be the reserve forward, Patricio Pato-Bateo-Faz a Mexican player at 25 years of age this will be his 30th appearance of the season he scored six times in this his second year with Detroit so Hopeno off and pateo Foz on for Detroit that city brought to you by that substitution brought to you by MHS Global
8: I'm wondering if openo has picked up a little bit of a knock in these first four minutes a pause for that.
2: Yeah, chance for Luce City. Steinwasher, though, alert to it. The goalkeeper it was a ball through to Musha Galusa. He was in behind. It. Steinwasher out of his box to clear it away.
8: I'm, what I'm saying is I'm wondering if there was an injury to Openo because it seems weird that three minutes in, they're making a substitution because now they, they only have one substitution window because they did have to go to the bench early in the first half. Typically, the coach is going to make changes at halftime but instead he waits three minutes into the game, uses up a window. So that's something to keep our eyes on. They only have one window left for this whole match.
2: If it wasn't an injury to Hopeno, it is some of the strangest coaching I've seen yes. from Trevor James to waste a window three minutes into the second half. So it has to be an injury, and that is unfortunate for Detroit. They've had to use two substitution windows in unfortunate times due to injury, and now, as Casey said, they only have one window left to make their final three substitutions of this game. Four and a half minutes gone in the second half. Detroit in front, one to nothing. Lucity in the attack. It is Winder, who has gone well forward down the far side, the left, but he loses that in possession under pressure, and Detroit takes the ball away. On the far sideline, Declan Wen trying to play it down the sideline. Cut out by Musha uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, by West Sharpie. Of Louisville City, and it's out off of his feet for a Detroit throw on the far side, the Detroit right, five minutes gone in this second half. The visitors in front, one to nothing.
8: And I think Lou City just has to figure out a way to settle into this. How can they get solid attacks going forward? Here
2: comes Detroit. It's Win on the left side. He's in. A collision between Manny Perez and Win, And it is a foul against Win. Manny Perez, incredible stuff defending tonight. No one was in for Louisville City to, to, to do the work defensively. And Manny Perez on a full sprint comes in with a challenge to win the ball and win a foul to thwart that opportunity for Detroit. Declan Wynn was in for the visitors.
8: How fun has it been to watch Manny Perez tonight though? Just, he has been all over the place. If he's not in that spot, it's a goal for Detroit, and City's down 2-0.
2: City in the attack, ball into the box towards Harris, headed away by a defender for Detroit on the near sideline. It is now Carl Wemmets, who came into the first half in place of Stephen Carroll. He clears it upfield. Mateo Foz trying to hold the ball up and does so successfully. It's a foul against Sean Tosh, who gave him a shove in the back. Mateo Fawz went down immediately, and the foul was called immediately. It's a free kick to Detroit in their defensive half on the near sideline. The inside left about 10 yards in from the near sideline.
8: Honestly, a stupid foul there from Sean Tosh. There's no need to go up, push there, and foul. He's going backwards. You have your teammates around him. Just put your hand in his back so he knows that you're there, and then force him to have to play out of that situation.
2: Battle for possession in the middle, and it's out for a Louisville City throw this time. On the near side to the right, just in front of the technical area in their defensive half. But Tosh hustled off the ball by Maxi Rodriguez of Detroit, but Rodriguez gives it right back. Played it right into the feet of Ray Serrano. It's now uh, Tosh once again. Clips the ball into the middle. Wilson Harris. Harris trying to play it around the defender. That was Lewis for Detroit. Lewis, though, gets the first touch. Sends it back the other way into the feet of West Sharpie. And City will retain possession. Gibson in the midfield to the near side. On the inside right, Tosh into the attacking half. Touching it forward. Further forward down the near sideline, Manny Perez. Perez cuts it into the middle. Dribbles into the middle. Plays it backward in the middle to West Sharpie on the edge of the, uh, the center circle. Sharpie drifts into the center circle. Forward in the middle is Corbin Bone on his left foot but plays it with the outside of his right to the far side Josh Winder now further forward toward the left Amadou Dia on the far sideline Dia dribbles a 20 yard run, a 30 yard run to the end line and a last ditch effort by Wynn to slide in with the challenge he takes it off the feet of Dia, it's out for a Louisville City throw on the far side there left
8: good run by Amadou Dia, him having a little bit more freedom to get forward is going to allow him to get more involved in these attacks
2: the throw taken by Lou City. It's Gibson in the middle. Now Bone on the inside left, just outside of the box. Cuts it infield on his right foot. Threw on the ground toward Wilson Harris, but he can't get to it. Cleared away by Reese Williams, the right wing back for Detroit. Collected at midfield by Sharpie for Lou City. They continue to have possession. On the inside left, Corbin Bone in the attacking half. Now the far sideline, D of the left back. Into the middle, Mushigalusa. First time touch to Wilson Harris. It was just behind him. Mushigalusa, though, recovers and wins the ball. Mushigalusa dribbles forward to Bone on the edge of the box. Bone across with his left foot. Over hits it high into the air. Headed behind by Declan Wynn it's a Vi-Fi corner kick to Lou City on the near side. They're right.
8: Great combination play. Bone does well to create something out of nothing. There was just only one runner in the box, and so I think Lou City has to be able to commit a few more bodies forward. Everyone is pushed over to that left side to help with the build-up play that when the ball goes through, they have to continue their runs inside the box. Bone just needs to get his head up and pick out a player to cross it to instead of just sending in a hopeful ball.
2: Eight and a half minutes gone in the second half. Detroit in lead, one to nothing. The Vi-Fi corner from the near side, the Louisville right. It'll be an in off the left foot of Amadou Dia. Here it comes toward the near post. The whistle, though, goes immediately for a foul against Louisville City, and Wilson Harris has got to be careful here. He immediately ran into the face of the referee, arguing his case, but the ref does not go to the pocket as he might have there, because Wilson Harris was full of emotion and energy. He now walks away. It'll be a free kick here to Detroit, and that foul is even before the corner kick had almost been taken, ends that chance for loose City.
8: Yeah, and just not a smart play from Wilson Harris. When you're putting your hands on the other player, the ref is watching your movement inside the box like a hawk. He's going to look for any sort of contact to be able to call that one and make it coming out, and that's exactly what happened there. Wilson Harris just has to be smarter.
2: Here comes Detroit. A ball into the box from the left side win. The far side, Matthews, a uh, loose touch from him. He could have brought it down on his right foot in the penalty area, but it bounces off of his foot toward the far side. and it's a Louisville City throw to Amadou Dia, the left back. He takes it quickly into the penalty area for Louisville City defensively. The left center back, Wes Sharpie, now playing as a uh, center of the three center backs after Winder came in at halftime. The right center back now, Sean Tosh, drifting into the middle of the field. They're at the back, just at the top of the Louisville City penalty area, trying to build from the back here. Ten minutes gone nearly a few seconds until 10 minutes gone in this second half. Lou City trails to Detroit here at home in the second to last game of their regular season and they need a victory to realistically hold on to hopes of winning that number one seed in the East. Lou City forward in the attack, of ball toward Wilson Harris at the edge of the box intercepted there by that's Carl Wimette who had the touch for Detroit. They cleared away back to midfield where Louisville City retains possession. In the middle, in the attacking half, Ray Serrano circles, but plays it to the far side to the left. Josh Winder well forward, plays it further forward down the left to Amadou Dia. Here's his cross, blocked on its way through by the defender on the far side for Detroit. He will clear. His clearance blocked by Corbin Bone, and it bounces behind for a goal kick to Detroit here.
8: And this is where Lucid is going to have to get a little bit more creative and where not having a player like Jorge Gonzalez on the field hurts him quite a bit because he is a very creative attacking player right now. Detroit is sitting with five people inside that box. is almost a brick wall in front of that goal. Lou City has to figure out a way to get those five bodies moving around so they can break them down. Just the simple going down the sideline and crossing a ball in is not going to work. They're going to have to figure out a way to move the ball around to create more pockets of space. In
2: 11 minutes in this second half, Louisville City has 77% of the possession since halftime. But no real chances to show for it. Detroit coming forward with Yazid Matthews. A sliding tackle from Josh Winder sends it out of play past the far sideline. A Detroit throw in their attacking half, the Lucidity defensive half. Just outside of the penalty area. And coming forward to take that throw will be the right wing back, Reese Williams. He throws it backward near midfield. That's where Matt Lewis has it. Lewis further backward to Carl Wimette, the center of the three center backs tonight for Detroit after coming on as a sub. Wimette a diagonal ball, long in the air down the near sideline. It was Declan Wynn making the run, headed away by Manny Perez of Louisville City. And out for a Detroit throw on the near side. they left in their attacking half.
8: And Detroit already starting to try to slow the game down as much as they can on those restarts. They are going to start to eat time off the clock. Luce City has to make sure that they use their time wisely and that they don't waste the ball by turning it over and giving Detroit the ball by and allowing them to eat more time off the clock.
2: Maxi Rodriguez with the ball for Detroit on their inside right. Still in the attacking half. Rodriguez trying to circle back infield. Has it taken off of his feet? The challenge from Winder. Racing forward is Lou City. Bone to Winder. Winder into the middle to Ray Serrano making a run down the middle. Just in front of him. Cleared away by Abdul Jop of Detroit. Louisville City though wins the ball on the end of that clearance. Bowen on the far sideline in the attacking half. Twelve minutes gone in the second half. City looking to tie the game at one. Wilson Harris coming forward down the middle. Just got the ball caught up under his feet and gives it away. Abdul Jop with it. Here comes Detroit looking to counter. A sliding challenge from Sean Tosh to send it back the other way. And a necessary one as well because Detroit would have been in on the counter. It's out for Detroit. Throw on the near side. They're left in their defensive final third
8: good build-ups from the city but again that final pass just not sharp enough or not quick enough in their decision making it just has to be a little bit better as they get into the attack they can't continue to waste opportunities
2: left back it is declan Wynn with it to take the throw for detroit sends it down the near sideline forward headed by matthews of detroit one by corbin bone for the moment Mateo foz comes over with it now for detroit they're trying to get it out of their end under pressure cleared upfield by declan Wynn toward the center circle Sharpie with it under pressure, turns, plays it backward to Morton. The pressure continues there from Reese Williams. Morton has to send it long before Williams came in for a challenge. It's won by Detroit. Maxi Rodriguez in the middle, plays it down the near sideline. Matthews in the attacking end just outside the Louisville box. He's onside. Yazid Matthews drilling in against Tosh. Ball into the box toward no one in particular for Detroit, and it's chested down and won by Corbin Bone. Now here comes City. Can they... Work counter here quickly into the center circle. Ray Serrano, they've got numbers. Down the far side, on the inside left, Amadou Dia. Ball across the face of goal. Too far in front of Musha Galusa. It goes behind for a Detroit goal kick. Musha Galusa was unmarked making the run down the right side, but Amadou Dia just couldn't find him from the left.
8: And Amadou Dia, as soon as he played that ball, he knew it was not the right pass. His hands go right to his head. He knew he made the mistake. I love that quick attack, though. My favorite movement on that play, though, was Wilson Harris. When Corbin Bone picks up the ball, Harris starts running away from it and recognizes that nobody is checking to Bone. So he comes back and gets the ball, and it's that moment that that attack is able to progress going forward.
2: 31 minutes to go plus stoppage time. Lucidi trails Detroit one nothing. Ball all the way to the back from Detroit to Steinwasher, the goalkeeper. He sends it long down the near sideline. Bateo Foz with it. He's onside in the attacking half, dribbling in to the penalty area. Detroit looking for a second. Top of the box, Rodriguez, and a heavy touch from Maxi Rodriguez. Gave it to West Sharpie of Louisville City and thwarted that chance. Rodriguez with a better touch. Might have had a chance on goal there, Casey.
8: Yeah, I think that he makes the nice run, just isn't able to get on the end of it.
2: Here comes Musha for loose City in the box. Musha to Harris, in the penalty area, on his right foot, goes for goal, and it's over the bar. Wilson, Harris was open, had a settling touch. Swung his right foot through it, but couldn't keep it under the bar. It's behind in a goal kick to Detroit. A great run from Musha Galusa down the right side. He stayed onside somehow, but Harris couldn't put it on target. See, I
8: don't think he did, and I think the ref kind of missed that call. Solucity a little bit fortunate there on that one. Harris very disappointed in that effort because he takes a touch. He has an open look on frame. And he decides to take another touch. Why are you taking another touch there? Take the touch and have the look. And when he takes that extra touch, it allows the defense to collapse in. He no longer has a clean look on goal, and it's not going to be a pretty look on target. And so he just has to be quicker with his shot.
2: Again, Wilson Harris has scored in three consecutive games for Louisville City. He scored 14 goals on the season. Harris with the ball after the goal kick. Tried to clip it through toward Amadou Dia intercepted by detroit a battle for possession harris comes away with it in the middle musha back to harris continues his run forward still with harris
1: edge of the box on his right and he scores from 20 yards wilson harris for the fourth game running he is red hot as loose city heads toward the playoffs and his goal has tied it it is Lou City 1, Detroit City 1, in the 62nd minute. And Wilson Harris has this crowd on their feet, energized for the first time all night. Something joyful, something to cheer for, for Louisville soccer fans on a night which they needed so desperately. Wilson Harris has tied it at 1.
8: And it's such a great play. It starts with Wilson Harris Winning the ball, then he connects with Musha does a little bit of a give-and-go with him. His touch gets a little bit ahead of him, but he continues to run through the ball. And then as soon as that ball is, has this nice bounce, he knows exactly what he's going to do. He gets his head up quickly, picks out his spot, drives it to that far post. It's a perfect shot, and Steinwasher didn't stand a chance.
2: That goal as all louisville city goals are as you surely know by now is presented by the kentucky lottery fueling imagination funding education kentucky lottery wilson harris his 15th goal this season to lead louisville city in his 30th game in league play wearing a purple jersey he has been an incredible signing for Danny Cruz and company. And he has given Louisville City some serious life in this game as they come forward looking to take the lead now against Detroit in the 63rd minute. Musha top of the box. Back to Harris, back to Musha Still Musha on his left. His shot is blocked. It's out, though, for a corner to Louisville City. Thrilling stuff from the boys in purple as they look to take the lead. This Wi-Fi corner will come from the far side. The Louisville City left.
8: What a response for them in this second half. The combination play there is incredible. And something else to think about, too, is Lou City made adjustments going into halftime that were more of offensive adjustments. Detroit made more defensive adjustments. So now they only have one substitution window with the team thinking they're sitting in.
1: Here comes the corner. It's toward Winder, and Winder scores! two goals in the space of two minutes for louisville city and they've come from behind in this second half to take the lead the teenage sensation josh winder from the corner kick heads it home and it's louisville city two detroit city one with 27 minutes to play plus stoppage time at lynn family stadium
8: i mean just listen to this place what a finish Josh Winder comes on at halftime. It's a beautiful corner kick played in. Winder makes an incredible run towards that six-yard box and buries it in the back of the net. No question about that. It's a perfect ball from Ray Serrano, and he comes through almost unmarked there. His movement off the ball creates just enough space for him to be able to get open, and he just gets up high and heads it down a perfect perfect header
2: the crowd roars after a silent first half at Lynn Family Stadium Louisville City in front two to one over Detroit City that goal presented by the Kentucky Lottery fueling imagination funding education Kentucky Lottery the second league goal of the career of the player that is certainly on to bigger and better things one day. Josh Winder, the Academy product from right here in Louisville, Kentucky. His second career league goal. We are in the 65th minute of this game. Detroit now finds themselves behind in a game that they desperately want to win as well to make their playoff picture a bit rosier. They're coming forward into the attack. It is toward the far sideline to Reese Williams, cut out there by Amadou Dia of Lou City. And now here comes Lou City again. Moussa charging forward.
1: One defender remaining behind him. Moussa into the box on the left. Goes for goal and Steinwasher taps it over the bar. It'll be another 5-5 corner kick for
2: Louisville City. What a second half response this has been from the boys in purple who were behind at the break.
8: This has been so much fun to watch, in Detroit almost in shambles a little bit, not knowing really what to do there. Completely caught off guard. Musha able to break through. They do well to recover back and force a difficult shot for Musha but Detroit has got to figure something out if they want to get back into this game.
2: The Wi-Fi corner will come from the near side, the Lou City right. The referee encouraging Lou City to take it more quickly here as Dia was walking at a slow pace to take it'll be an in-swinger off of his left foot 66 minute 2 to 1 in favor of City. they've scored twice in the last six minutes here comes the Wi-Fi corner toward the near post headed down by Detroit out of the boxes Ray Serrano still with it for City. turns plays it into the box blocked by Jopp calls for handball no handball given Detroit trying to generate an attack coming the other way Yazid Matthews it with it in the middle Maxi Rodriguez clips it high into the air Headed backward by West Sharpie toward Mushigaloosa and finally settled down for Detroit by their center back, Michael Bryant. He plays it to the feet of Steinwasher, the goalkeeper. A nice ball to the near sideline, win. Detroit trying to work an attack forward. Ball through off the outside of the right foot of Rodriguez. Connor Rutz making a run for Detroit. Sean Tosh beats him to the ball. Tosh still with it. Rutz still applying pressure. Finally, Tosh able to turn and clear further upfield down the near sideline. Flicked on by Ray Serrano, but picked up by Brian of Detroit as they continue the attack. Rutz back to Brian on the near sideline is win. In the 67th minute, Detroit needs to find a goal to tie this game, and the crowd absolutely loving the action here as Benny Perez once again for the umpteenth time tonight comes in with a critical and clutch challenge and wins the throw for his team on the near sideline the louisville city right just in front of the detroit technical area
8: and i love how the energy has just shifted out there on the field yes they started off fast they started off high pace but when things weren't going their way when they weren't able to find the back of the net the energy sort of drained and in the end of the second and the the end of the first half. They didn't look like the same team that started that half. Now they've got that energy back. They're flying on all cylinders, and they're really pushing forward. And it looks like they could continue to put some in the back of the net.
2: Corbin Bone with a great interception, trying to play it first time through to Musha Galusa. He would have been on the break, but he was offside. The flag up against Enoch for Louisville City. Gives a free kick opportunity here to Detroit in their defensive half, and the goalkeeper, Stein Washer will come out to take it. On the inside left, about 10 yards in field from the near sideline. Steinwasher sends the ball long into the Louisville defensive half. Headed into the air by Gibson after a collision with a couple of Detroit players. They play on a combination, bone to Serrano. Serrano down the near sideline. Moussa Galusa, they're on the attack again, on the fly again. Moussa Galusa on his left in the box. Goes for goal and it's over the bar once again. But a great looking curling effort off the left foot of Moussa Galusa. Just couldn't find that top corner. And it's going to be a Detroit goal kick. We'll have a pause in play here for the moment because another Detroit injury. Again, they've already made two substitutions out of their three windows because of injuries at strange times. And another player along their back line is down again for the visitors. So the two teams will come to the sideline. Louisville City almost like a timeout. Paolo Del Piccolo, the captain, substituted for at halftime, but he's off the bench still involved in the game giving directions to his teammates, encouraging them as they have come from behind in this second half to take a 2-1 to lead. The player down for Detroit, Maxi Rodriguez.
8: A great opportunity for them to catch their breath, continue to push forward their plan of action, kind of celebrate what they've been able to do so far and lift themselves up as they go through the rest of it. Detroit arguing for a foul there. There was no foul in that situation. There was a little bit of a shoulder-to-shoulder contact, which forced... I think it was you said Rodriguez to fall down, and then his own player is the one that stepped on him. Luckily, I think he's going to be okay because if they would have to make a third substitution due to an injury, you got to imagine then that that's going to force Trevor James to have to maybe go to his bench for a little bit more support because they only have one window left.
2: Just over 20 minutes to go, plus stoppage time. Rodriguez has received his treatment. He's waiting to come back onto the field after the referee has allowed the restart. Still, the referee doesn't allow him to come on. So currently, it's 11 v. 10 in favor of Lou City. Ray Serrano with the ball for Lou City in the attacking half. They come forward to the edge of the area. Corbin Bone trying to flick it on to Musiala, but just couldn't connect there. Michael Bryant intercedes for Detroit and Rodriguez now allowed back onto the field. Set long by Steinwasher in the center circle. Under pressure from Bateo Faz. Tosh pops it high into the air into the other end. In the, A battle in the midfield. Harris up for it. Battling with Lewis. It's now with Manny Perez playing in the middle of the field. He's drifted all the way into the middle. All the way to the left now. He plays it to the further to the left. Amadou Di outside of the box. He's going to put in a cross and he absolutely smashed it over everybody's head and it's behind for a goal kick to Detroit but Louisville City absolutely rampant right now they the more likely team to score and they have absolutely dominated the second half as well in the second half for Louisville City six shots, three of them on target, they've had 61% of the ball Detroit hasn't had a single shot and not a single half chance even coming forward as Lou City once again wins the ball in the midfield through Sean Tosh They'll build out of the back here, Casey, with 19 minutes and change, plus stoppage time to go in a 2-1 to game. Lucidity has come from behind to take the lead.
8: And Lucity, while this becomes a difficult time of when you want to try to deflate the game some because you want to eat time off the clock, you also don't want to take your foot off the gas. You want to continue to push forward and continue to see if you can get opportunities. Just might not be sending all the bodies forward that they were at the beginning, but I like the energy that they still have out there.
2: It's a Detroit throw now. Declan Wynn, the left wing back, will take it about 10 yards from midfield. On the left side for Detroit, knocked down. Picked up by Serrano as he just turns and pivots on his foot, sends it long. Steinwasher out of his area, an awkward ball as he hooked it over his shoulder. It's Wilson Harris. He tries to bring it down, but it's one on the ground by Abdul Jopp for Detroit. Now Detroit coming forward, trying to counter. Maxi Rodriguez, the far side. Reese Williams in a sliding challenge from Josh Winder that receives a great hand from this crowd. Winder has scored and now makes a terrific defensive play to end that counter. Here comes Loose City in the attack. Ray Serrano down the middle, dribbling toward the penalty area. Still Serrano. Jop comes in with a sliding challenge. Serrano goes down. It's a foul as Jop took him out by the ankles, and Jop has been booked. Our third World of Beer yellow card. All three have been shown to Detroit. This time, it's Abdul Jopp that goes into the referee's book, and it'll be a fifth-third free kick. In a scoring kind of range for Louisville City. It'll come on the inside right, maybe 30 yards from goal.
8: Yeah, and it's a great touch from Ray Serrano. He pushes the ball just past Jop. Forcing Jop to have a late slide tackle and hopefully Ray Serrano still down, coming to receive treatment. Hopefully he's okay, but it gives me the chance to talk about the Toyota move of the match, which is going to have to be Wilson Harris's goal because it starts with him winning the ball, turning it over, then he builds up the field, has a little combination play with Mushigalusa, continues his movement going forward, runs through the ball, and then buries it in the back of the net. That's your Toyota move of the match. Toyota, let's go places
2: serrano still down on the turf receiving treatment as City will set up for this fifth third free kick it also gives us some time a couple of minutes early but i think you can understand considering the pace of this game to remind you about tonight's lynn family sports vision and training man of the match you can vote in the poll beginning in the 75th minute in about two minutes time by visiting twitter.com slash City fc we'll tell you about the candidates when they emerge when that poll becomes live but again Tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match poll is on Twitter at Twitter.com slash FC. Two players standing over the ball for Luce City for this fifth third free kick. It comes in the 74th minute. Luce City in front 2-1. to one. Serrano, who has recovered from his brief injury spell, is over the ball. And Amadou Dia is there as well. It'll be a three-man wall. It'll be a bit further out than I thought, maybe 35 yards on the inside right for Lou City. Dia raises his arm, approaches the ball, steps over it. Here comes the ball in from Serrano, over the head of Manny Perez, cleared away by Detroit. That clearance toward midfield, Sharpie on it. Now across the field to Winder to the inside left, Winder down the far sideline where Sean Tosh is playing almost like a left back. He backheels at to Dia, but Dia, a terrible touch. Plays it out, and it's a throw to Detroit to end that attack for Lou City. This throw will come on the far side, the Detroit right in their defensive final third.
8: Now, if you're Ahmadou Dia, you've had a few uncharacteristic plays of the way you typically typically play. He has to. This is where the mental toughness comes in. He has to kind of put those behind him and start fresh with a clean slate and see if he can build and get better instead of continuing to make these mistakes.
2: What a second half it's been for Lou City. They have utterly dominated. Still just the one-goal lead, though. They need a second to really put separation between them and Detroit. But it's been all Lou City in the second half, including both goals that they have scored. They lead it 2-1 to one with just over 15 to go, plus stoppage time. Musha thought he was foul, trying to hold it up. Detroit takes over on the ball. They're trying to come forward. They've hardly had a semblance of an attack in the second half. They're trying to build one now. Reese Williams, the right wing, back on the far sideline. Backward to Matt Lewis. Ten yards past midfield. Under pressure from Wilson Harris. Lewis turns backward. Plays it into the defensive half. Carl Wimet now. Under pressure from Musa Galusa. And Wemet turns and plays it further backward. Just at top of the D is Nate Steinwasher, the goalkeeper for Detroit. The near sideline now. Declan win. Under pressure from Manny Perez. Perez wins the ball. Perez nearly got past a second defender. Lewis. Eh, but Lewis... Gets the ball, wins the ball off of the feet of Manny Perez and keeps it in play. Reca- Re- Perez, though, recovers nicely. Wins the ball right back. A chance for Lu City. Top of the box. Wilson Harris on his right foot. Goes for a goal. It's blocked. And the ball will roll behind for a corner kick for Louisville City. A vi-fi corner to come. But my gosh, what a night Manny Perez is having. He's flying around the field. He's everywhere defensively.
8: I'll say if Manny Perez is not on this man of the match vote. He's got to win it. He's got to gotta win it. There, there's no question about who the man of the match is in my opinion it's Manny Perez and if you don't agree i will argue with you cuz it's Manny Perez
2: it's often the goal scorers as you can understand but tonight
8: but it's no my, question if you if gracious. you've been paying attention to this game Whose name have we said the most? Who has been all over the place? Who has contributed on every facet of this game?
2: Manny, Manny Perez, Press. for sure. wi fi corner from the far side, the loose city left. Two players over it. Ray Serrano, it's an in-swinger off his foot. Here it comes toward Musha headed away by Detroit. It's Harris on the near side, just outside of the box. He'll keep it in play. Wilson Harris for Louisville City. 14 minutes to go, plus stoppage time. Now Manny Perez, the inside right. A ball into the box from him, clipped away by... Declan win for Detroit, and here comes Detroit trying to counter. Once again, Abdul Jop forward into the center circle at midfield. Now on the inside right now is Matthews. He plays it forward hopelessly, where it's intercepted by Manny Perez, but Perez's clearance picked up by Detroit with Rodriguez. The far side outside of the box on the right is Reese Williams, his cross closed down and blocked by Josh Winder. It's out for a Detroit corner kick from the far side, their right.
8: And Detroit has shown time and time again that you can't count them out in that first half. They might not have had the majority of the ball, but their chances were solid. And so they're a team that is capable of scoring at any given minute. So City has to make sure that they're alert, they're on their toes, and they're staying focused defensively.
2: First corner of the game for Detroit. It comes 13 minutes to play in the second half. City in front, 2-1. to It'll be an in-swinger off the left foot of this Detroit player. Here it comes, high into the air toward the penalty spot. Up for the header was Connor Rutz. Knocked away the near side, just outside of the box. Maxi Rodriguez with Tyler Gibson keeping, keeping him company defensively for Loose City. And he gives it away. Mushigalusa takes it away. Here comes Mushigalusa on the break. Taps it around Chop. He goes for goal from nearly midfield, but it's well off target. He was about 20 yards past midfield. The goalkeeper was well off of his line, racing back toward his own goal. Mushigalusa smartly and alertly saw that the goalkeeper was off of his line but couldn't put the ball in the back of the open net. It's a goal kick to Detroit here.
8: Really, it's the right look for Mushigalusa. I think it's a great opportunity. He just needed to push it a little bit more central instead of trying to aim for the corner there, but it's a great look for Mushigalusa.
2: Again, the score, 2-1 to one in favor of Louisville City. 12 minutes to go, plus stoppage time. And there's that man again, Manny Perez, winning the ball, winning a free kick for his team after a foul against Detroit. But Casey,
1: where is he on the man of the match poll?
8: I'm a little salty right now. He's not on the man of the match poll. So I'm a little salty with the, the man of the match poll currently.
2: Fans rising to their feet because Cameron Lancaster... Comes on at home for the first time since late May. A game in which he scored two goals and a win over Tulsa. He comes on replacing Musha Galusa and a big hand from this crowd at Louisville City. The all time leading Lou City goal scorer, Cameron Lancaster, onto the field for the final 11 minutes of this game. That substitution. Lancaster on, Moushigalusa off, brought to you by MHS Global, above and beyond, City in front, 2-1. to
8: I will say, the fans are are feeling our vibe, though. They're voting for Manny, replying to the man of the match vote.
2: So we're not... uh, We're not
8: the only ones. We're
2: not the only ones paying attention to this game. It is out for a Detroit throw on the near side. Detroit looks tired. They look beleaguered. They are trailing in this game, but moving at a walking pace. City has jumped all over them in this second half. My word, I wonder what that halftime speech was from Danny Cruz. Whatever it was, it has been mightily effective. But still just the one goal in this game. Detroit still very much in it. 2-1 to one in favor of Luce City as we move into the final 10 minutes of this game plus stoppage time. Another Detroit throw after it's sent out by Luce City. Wynn takes it on the near side the left toward midfield, chested down by Sean Tosh for Louisville. He heaves it high into the air down the inside right. There's Lancaster trying to chase it. He's hungry for a goal but over eager as he shoves the defender Bryant behind and down for a foul and Lancaster's going to be shown a yellow card here. Correct call from the referee, Lancaster just kicked the ball away from the Detroit players. They were trying to set up for this quick free kick. So a World of Beer yellow card, the first of the night shown to a Louisville City player, and it's Cameron Lancaster in the book.
8: Yeah, it's for delaying a restart. It's always going to be a yellow card, no question about it. I understand he's trying to slow the game down, but maybe not the smartest play when you're making your home debut after a while.
2: Detroit trying to get back into the game. Down goes Pateo Foz under a challenge from West Sharpie. You hear the referee's whistle. He's called a foul, and this is a promising position for Detroit. It'll be about 25 yards from goal on their inside left. If they have a talented right foot, this would set up nicely to try and bend it up over the wall and maybe into the top corner. It is a bit far away for that. It'll be just a one-man wall for Louisville City. This free kick for Detroit two players standing over at Casey.
8: It's that difficult distance because if you are going to go for goal, it has to be a pretty perfect shot. Because of the distance, it's gonna allow Morton some time to react, so you have to perfectly place it. But it's gonna set up a probably better for a cross.
2: No shots in the second half for Detroit. Here comes the ball in the box from Maxi Rodriguez toward the back post. A run at the end line from I believe Reese Williams he tried to head it back in play but the far side assistant referee raised his flag to indicate that the ball was out of play before he got his head to it so that free kick sent behind by Rodriguez and it's a goal kick here to Kyle Morton of Louisville City with just under nine minutes to go plus stoppage time and Morton taking his time and getting this ball back into play what a second half it's been for Louisville City. Can they finish out over this last eight and a half minutes? You remember last time out here against Memphis. They gave up a late goal, two of them in fact, to lose 2-1. to one, Trying to avoid a similar situation here tonight. It's sent long into the middle of the field. Lancaster, his first touch of the ball, plays it to the left side. Josh Winder, who had come forward, but he stumbles on the ball. Here comes Detroit with numbers, four on five to the right side. It is Matthews, a ball to the... Near post, and it's stabbed behind by West Sharpie. It'll be another corner kick here to Detroit.
8: And Detroit's starting to pick up the heat a little bit, trying to get a few more buys in the attack. They do look a little bit tired, but that's not going to stop them as they're trying to fight back into this one. Very nicely dealt with by West Sharpie. He did really well to position his body away from the goal, so that way there was no chance that the ball was going to deflect into the back of the net.
2: Once again, it'll be an in-swinger off the left foot of a Detroit player. I can't see the number there. I'm unable to identify him, unfortunately. But it'll be an in-swinger off of his left foot from the far sideline as the referee blew his whistle for a moment to... Stop some pushing and shoving in the penalty area. Again, 2-1, to 7.5 minutes to go. Here comes the corner into the 6-yard box. It's an awkward one for Kyle Morton, but he just got a finger to it to send it away. Lancaster chasing it down, and a foul against Maxi Rodriguez of Detroit as he slid in and took out the legs of Lancaster. It'll be a 5th-3rd free kick here to Louisville City in their defensive penalty area, and they can take their time in putting this back in play, and they can clear their lines here after that corner kick.
8: And I think, again, Kyle Morton has another one that has just been absolutely incredible this evening, making himself big, coming out, not making the diving saves, the spectacular saves, but making those gutsy plays where he has to come off of his line. He's staying engaged in the play, reading the, the play. He's done very, very well.
2: We have the final substitution of the game for Detroit. Again, they forced they were forced into two because of injury. This one late in the game with just under seven minutes to go. Abdu Jop comes off and Francis Atuahene comes on. Atuahene. A specialist off the bench, his 29th appearance of the season. He's only started five times, and Atua Hene has scored two goals for Detroit. A foul against Louisville City here. Detroit will build out of the back with their free kick as they take it quickly. The first touch for Atua Hene in the middle of the field. The far side line, Reese Williams, his arms up in the air as he tried to play it forward to a teammate, but no one made the run. It's cleared away off of a Detroit player. It'll be a throw to Louisville City on the far side. They're left in their defensive half with just... Just a shade over six minutes to play, plus stoppage time in this game. Luce City has come from behind in the second half. They lead it 2-1. to
8: And Luce City has had a spectacular second-half performance, but now it comes to can they finish the game. This is the most critical part of the game. They have to see if they can finish the game. They can weather the attacks. They can stay strong both physically and mentally.
2: Connor Rutz clips the ball over the top, and a diving header from Sean Tosh back into the arms of Kyle Morton in the penalty area to thwart that opportunity. Pateo Foz was making the run forward down the middle for Detroit. It's been sort of that kind of second half for them. They've really had to hit it and hope a number of times, and Louisville City has been able to meet those times every time defensively so far in the second half. Still plenty of time, just over five minutes to go. Lucidi trying to keep the ball in the attacking half. Ray Serrano with a touch in the middle, but it'll come to Declan Wynn. The left wing back for Detroit. He's got it on the left. Picks up his head, plays it long down the inside left. to Hane making the run, but it'll bounce into the box, and Kyle Morton will let it roll all the way to the end line before he picks it up just now, wasting as many precious seconds as he can late in this game.
8: Really good awareness there from Kyle Morton. He goes like he's going to catches and catch it, and that takes a 2 a he's eyes off the ball, and he starts to turn away, and then Morton just let it roll in his box, and it was very, very smart from Kyle Morton to eat a few seconds off the clock.
2: Morton sends it long. It's headed back his way by the player along the back line for Detroit, Matt Lewis. Back with Lou City, though. They send it long down the far sideline. Lancaster and Dia were there challenging for it. Detroit wins it. Here they come. Trying to keep it in play was Maxi Rodriguez. His header was not in play, however. And it's out for a Louisville City throw on the far side there left. 85 minutes and 35 seconds and counting upward in this game. Lou City in front 2-1, to one, needing a victory to maintain their position in control of their own destiny at the top of the Eastern Conference standings as they look to claim that number one seed and they look to win that bye in the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs as well as home field advantage. Lou City sends the ball long from the throw. It's easily won on the end by Steinwasher, the goalkeeper. He starts sending numbers forward for the punt as Detroit needs it here. Trying to come from behind themselves now after they surrendered the lead in the second half. His punt is sent back his way by Winder. It's now back into the arms of Steinwasher again. Detroit just no creativity whatsoever from their attack here. They're just sending it long hoping it falls favorably to them Steinwasher does just that here the goalkeeper into the attacking half headed back Steinwasher's way by Sharpie to midfield Wimet header for Detroit Gibson battling for the ball Gibson a header down Sharpie clears it away just tennis back and forth between these two teams Detroit trying to conjure something late in this game Mateo Foz has it on the left side through to Atua to a Hene, the substitute who just came in, but he's beaten to the ball by Sharpie, who clears it away past the near sideline. It's a Detroit throw on their left in the attacking final third.
8: And you named it. Just going back and forth, neither team really able to settle the ball, but that's going to play in favor to Detroit. They're a team that likes to look for those quick counters over top, and it just takes one chance of Luce City checking out, so it's so important that they stay locked in and engaged.
2: Three minutes to go. Detroit trailing 2-1 to one to Luce City, but they're look, knocking on the door, trying to tie the game. On the far side, Rhys Williams, closed down by Corbin Bone he plays the ball top of the box headed away by Manny Perez into the chest of Matt Lewis here he comes down the side or Michael Bryant I'm sorry the center back coming forward and Michael Bryant runs right into trouble Manny Perez involved in the defensive effort for Lou City it's still with Detroit still in the attacking half a two-a-haney on the near sideline three purple jerseys surrounding him he's able to get the ball away this is Lewis in the middle of the field he clips the ball Bateo Foz in the box but Tosh sticks out a leg and knocks it away but the flag was up anyway offside against Detroit it's a fifth third free kick to Lou City here
8: and really good defending from Shantosh. Fortunate, though, that the offside's flag was in their favor, but nice positioning from Shantosh.
2: A substitution for Lew City with just over two minutes plus stoppage time to go. It is Elijah Winder, the older brother of Josh Winder, who currently, as it stands, has scored the winning goal in this game. Elijah Winder, the youngster making his ninth appearance of the season. And he will come on in in place of Ray Serrano. Serrano just now making it to the midfield area to let Winder on. As they've announced tonight's Lynn family sports vision and training man of the match. And it is that player who scored the winning goal as it stands. Josh Winder, the younger brother of the... Elder Winder, who just came into the game. So, Josh Winder, tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision Training Man of the Match. We can discuss that in the post game, Casey, as we have already voiced our disagreement. It's sent long from the goal kick for Louisville City, from the free kick, I should say, the fifth, third free kick. Goalkeeper to goalkeeper here. Steinwasher watches it roll past the end line. He'll bring it into the six yard box to set up for this goal kick just over a minute ago, plus stoppage time. Detroit trying to find something late. 2-1 in favor of Louisville City. Sent long by Steinwasher. Elijah Winder, his first action. He heads it not once but twice towards Cameron Lancaster, who's chasing it down. He hooks it around Bryant. Into the middle now. Reese Williams, I beg your pardon. Carl Wimette hooks it forward for Detroit. Further forward on the header from Wynn. Back to Wimette. He heads it. It's just an exchange of headers between the two teams. Josh Winder, a header for Lou City. Heath back into the center circle. It's picked up by Gibson. Can Lou City settle this at all? Gibson just sends it long. Just a long ball contest late in this game as both teams try and see this out. It's all the way back to the goalkeeper, Steinwasher. He sends it long forward. Over the head of a 2 a fortunate bounce to Detroit. Mateo Foz with it. Defended by Manny Perez, and Perez sticks out a leg. Wins the ball, but it did go out of play. Great effort once again from Manny Perez. It's out of play. It'll be a throw to Detroit in the attacking half. On the near side, They're left. Wynn will take it. 20 seconds to go plus stoppage time, Casey.
8: And I thought Manny Perez kept it in there, but you're right. that There's no order to this game whatsoever. Both teams, it's just so back and forth. Both teams just trying to ship the ball forward, Lucidity to hold it up in their offensive half and Detroit to try to get one. It's just a matter of which way is the ball going to bounce right now.
2: I'm going to show some bias here, but I want to have whatever Manny Perez is having tonight. He is absolutely on it as he cleared the ball a heavy hit into the chest of Win. Those two exchanging words after that. It was just a, a rocket of a ball off the right foot of Manny Perez. You heard the ooze and ahs from the crowd. Wynn is okay, but Perez was not having any of it. He's full of fire tonight, full of energy, and you've seen it on display throughout this game. We've moved into stoppage time. I didn't even know while well, I was talking. Casey, how much time we got left?
8: I believe it's three. Three I minutes. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. We'll get I to that in
2: distracted. a second. Here's a Tua Hane coming forward down the middle. He's offside for Detroit. The flag up against him as he was in behind. The offside flag has come to Louisville safety a couple of times so far tonight. We have moved into stoppage time officially. It is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. We think two minutes to come in stoppage time from the referee. It'll be a fifth-third free kick following that offside call against Detroit to Louisville City. They'll take it about 10 yards shy of midfield in their defensive half. The center back, West Sharpie, will take it. As the referee blows his whistle here. Lou City not in any hurry whatsoever as they lead it 2-1. to Sharpie takes it high into the air. Toward the near sideline. In the attacking half. Up for the header was Harris. He's beaten in the air by Michael Bryant. Still Lou City. Elijah Winder in the box. Elijah Winder on the right. His shot is blocked at the near post by Rutz. Who made a recovery run defensively for Detroit. But it is behind for... No it's not. I thought it was a corner kick. Surely it was. Another call that is disagreed with by the fans here at Len Family Stadium, but now the center referee does, I think, give the correct call. In my estimation, that is the correct call. He has given a corner kick here to Louisville City. The Wi-Fi corner in stoppage time will come from the near side to Luce City right.
8: Yeah, I thought it was no question about it being a corner kick there, and it is four minutes of stoppage time, just to clarify. Four minutes.
2: Thank you, Casey Murphy. Yes.
8: But it was no question in my mind about it being a corner kick. It was a great run through from Elijah Winder there. He does well to position it, but really good recovery run from Detroit.
2: The Wi-Fi corner from the near side, the Louisville City right. They'll probably just keep it in the corner. It is Lancaster and Elijah Winder standing over it. Lancaster rolls it forward to Elijah Winder. Standing on the ball, three white shirts around him. Lancaster picks it up, tries to dribble through the crowd, and it's cleared away by Detroit. A header forward from Louisville's perspective from Tyler Gibson. A battle for possession in the attacking half for Louisville. City. Winder with a touch, it's out for a throw on the near sideline to Detroit. Last-ditch stuff here for the visitors, but they look tired. They look beaten, if I'm being honest. Wynn throws it downfield, down the near sideline, cleared away by Tosh. It's another throw to Detroit at the midfield stripe. Wynn takes it once again, heaves it down the sideline toward Bateo Faz. Tosh wins the ball into the penalty area to Kyle Morton. He clears it upfield under a dangerous amount of pressure. Just able to get the ball away. It's at midfield now. Detroit in possession in the attacking half for them. Reese Williams now on the right side. Reese Williams cuts it into the midfield. Plays it into the center circle here. It is Michael Bryant in the center circle for for Detroit. Plays it high into the air, down the left side, as Lewis had made a run, headed away by Amadou Diaz. Out for Detroit, throw on the far side. They're right in there, attacking final third. Louisville City with some defensive work to do if they're going to win this game late. It's Williams to take the throw. It's going to be a long throw. No, it's not. He plays it backward. This is Bryant with the ball. Bryant, a ball into the box. Headed away at the top of the area by Elijah Winder. His header out of play, past the far sideline. Another Detroit throw on the right.
8: You gotta imagine that's the last few little bits here. The ref has already looked at his watch. Lu City needs to clear the ball.
2: Ball into the area, and Kyle Morton comes up with a catch just at the edge of the six-yard box. It was Reese Williams on the far sideline, hooked the ball into the box. It was drifting away from Morton, but he quickly and alertly read it off of his line and makes the catch to, goes down to the ground. And he will send it long here. He now rolls the ball in front of him. Plays it long toward the near sideline. Elijah Winder now making a chase for it. He's got fresh legs after just coming into the game, but he couldn't catch up to it. It's a Detroit throw on the near side. The left for them in their defensive half. Surely just moments to go in this game. Detroit trying to conjure a late attack. Down the near sideline from the throw and a foul against Detroit will give a fifth third free kick to Lou
10: City.
8: Manny Perez, again, doing a great job going up to win it and gets pushed off the ball completely. It's the only way that Detroit can stop him tonight is to foul him.
2: Fifth third free kick to be taken by Sean Tosh. Surely he'll send it long. He does so toward the corner. Lancaster up for it. Lancaster goes down, trying to argue for a foul. No foul given. Booze raining down. Steinwasher picks it up. For Detroit the goalkeeper punts it long headed away by Sean Tosh on the end it's out for another Detroit throw they're trying to move quickly here Wynn will take the throw calls for the referee to blow his whistle it's into Hene. turns on Gibson Etuahene dribbling down the near sideline but he overdribbles. it's out of play it's going to be a Louisville throw here
8: and this has probably been the longest four minutes I think I've ever felt and maybe it just feels that way because the tensions on the field
1: and that's it The whistle goes.
2: They rise to their feet at Lynn Family Stadium. Some catharsis tonight for Louisville City after what is surely the most difficult week in the history of this organization. Everything flying around between Louisville City and Racing Louisville. But tonight the boys in purple give the fans something to cheer for, something to be joyous about on this dreary of weeks. It finishes Louisville City two, Detroit City one, Lou City still in control of their own destiny as they chase down that number one seed in the Eastern Conference. One game to go before the playoffs and Lou City is victorious. We will step aside and take a timeout. The Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game wrap Coming your way shortly. Again, the final score, Louisville City 2,
5: Detroit City 1 on ESPN Louisville. As a sponsor of Louisville City FC, LG&E is proud to empower sweet passes, monster saves, and in our humble opinion, the most loyal, loudiest,
1: loudest fans anywhere. And when we're not...
5: And when we're not cheering on the players, we're working hard for our customers with sustainability initiatives like SolarShare and electric vehicle charging stations. At lg our energies go to scoring goals and to serving you. Learn more at lge-ku.com.
13: Nansen Craft Florist, family-owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at NansenCraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from
6: Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. With the Kroger Plus Card, it's easy to get lower than low prices for the win. And for every dollar you spend, you earn fuel points, which can add up to $1 per gallon off at the pump for the win. Plus, save every day on groceries and get personalized digital coupons for the win. The Kroger Plus Card. All you do is win. Big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel
4: restrictions apply. At UofL Health Urgent Care Plus, the plus makes all the difference. You get convenient, world-renowned care that's backed by a network of academic expertise. Less wait time, plus more advanced technology. Compassionate care, plus no appointment necessary. It all adds up to a smart choice for the best care close by. So don't put your health on hold. That's the power of you visit uoflhealth.org. Lou City FC
10: and Racing Louisville merch is the best way to show pride for your teams and your city.
1: Lancaster firing a shot from very far out and knuckled it in!
10: Our 2022 jerseys are now available, so grab your kit and get ready to cheer on the team this season. Visit the team store at Lynn Family Stadium, open Monday through Saturday from 10 to 6 to check out the new apparel, accessories, and novelties arriving weekly. Or shop online at shop.lucity.com and shop.racingloufc.com
0: it's time for the kentucky office of highway safety post match show now back to lynn family stadium here's jeff milby and casey whitfield welcome in to the kentucky
2: office of highway safety post game wrap up The Kentucky Office of Highway Safety reminds you to always play it safe behind the wheel. Buckle up and put your phone down. Be safe, Kentucky. Our final score tonight at Lynn Family Stadium, it is Louisville City 2, Detroit City 1. That full-time score presented by the Gorski Law Office, an official partner of Louisville City FC. Casey Whitfield, along with me, Jeff Milby. And Casey, what a sensational second half from Louisville City. The first half, they had their moments. They looked good. They had chances. Maybe they weren't as clinical in front of goal as they needed to be. They went into the halftime break down one to nothing. Antoine Hopeno, the former Louisville City player, scoring three minutes before halftime. But whatever Danny Cruz said, whatever was said from player to player even in that halftime break, that is the momentum, that is the energy that Louisville City needs heading into this playoffs. They came out and knocked the doors off of detroit city in that second half they come from behind and win it two to one
8: well and lou city has had some incredible second half performances after i guess these incredible you know halftime speeches and we've said numerous times before wow we would love to be able to hear you know what danny cruz says what goes on during those halftime speeches but i think this one tops it all i think The reaction, the way that they came out, because they started off strong. They started off playing fast. The energy was was pretty good out there. Like I I was impressed with it. I was like, wow, they're they're moving the ball quickly. They're transitioning quickly. It looks good. But it was almost night and day between the team that we saw in the first half and the team that we just saw there. That's one of the best halves of soccer I think I've seen. Lucid play. I have to agree with you. And I mean. It was entertaining to watch. They were moving off the ball. They were playing quickly. They were aggressive. They looked like they were just having the time of their lives out there, and it made me want to go out there and play with them because of how much fun they were having, because the energy that they had, just it was electric to be able to feel that. And to have that response to going down, to have this response to this week that you've had, to, that the club has gone through, that you are a part of, To be able to have this response, to come out here and put on an absolute show for the fans that come and support you, it's absolutely – I mean, it's incredible. I mean, I'm almost speechless to think about how great that performance was by them in the second half.
2: The two goals for Louisville City scored in the space of three minutes in the second half. Wilson Harris, after making about a 25-yard run with the ball at his feet, dodging defenders, getting a fortunate bounce maybe on a deflection. Scored from about 20 yards in the 61st minute. He is on fire late in this season. He has scored in four consecutive games. Wilson Harris, his 15th goal of the season. And then three minutes later, from a corner kick, sent in by Ray Serrano, who gets the assist. Josh Winder, the lanky, athletic teenager at 6'3", 165, rose above the crowd in the penalty area to head it down and in off the turf for his second career goal and this his second season as a professional to give louisville city a lead at two to one and the statistics they truly paint the story of what casey was just saying about the difference between first half and second half i'll give them to you by half because that explains it in the first half Louisville city with eight shots one of those on target they had 60% of possession and had won three corners. Detroit with six shots, three of them on target as compared to one by Lou City. And they had 40% of possession, to do the math for you. They didn't win a corner. Pretty evenly played first half. You can make arguments for both sides. They each had a goal that was wiped off for an offside call. Detroit had one go off the underside of the crossbar that somehow stayed out that could have made it 2 to nothing in their favor. In the second half, Lou City, nine shots, Three of them on target, 55% of the ball, and five corner kicks. Detroit, zero shots, 45% of the ball, and in the end, two corner kicks. That were each one in the final 13 minutes or so as they were just sending the ball along, hitting and hoping, trying to come from behind. But let me repeat that. Nine shots for Luce City, three of them on target, zero shots at all for Detroit in the second half. It was a complete one-way freight train in purple in the second period.
8: Well, and I think we forgot to talk about the player that was not on the man of the match vote, Manny Perez. I mean that that he was phenomenal. I think that's one of the best games I've seen him play. He was involved in everything, and he was all over the place offensively. He was amazing, contributing to the attack, attacking on the dribble with his services defensively, being in the right place at the right time, making some really critical stops on that back line. While I do think Josh Winder came in and had an immediate impact, he's part of the reason the second half was so much better, and I do think he should have gotten man of the match. I think Manny Perez really, really, really earned himself man of the match. And Kyle Morton, another one not really on the list, but could have been on there. Yeah. Manny Perez. Had a good game. Wow.
2: Yeah, Manny Perez – Louisville City on the stat sheet had 13 tackles in the game. Manny Perez led the way for Louisville City with four of them and was just flying around the field. Intense energy from start to finish. He had a great first half, too, as good as he was in the second half as well. And to your point, the point we made during the game. Come on, comms team. Where was he on the man of the match award poll? My gosh, he certainly deserved it at least the opportunity to vote for him. But what a, what a signing he's been. A number of terrific signings by this coaching staff, Danny Cruz, this season. Manny Perez in his first season in purple. The 23-year-old in his fourth season as a professional. Previous experience as a winger with North Carolina FC in the USL League One. Spent some time with Austin in Major League Soccer last season. Made 10 appearances for Austin at the MLS level. He has come into Louisville City, and he has become, not a winger, the best right back in the league, arguably, I think. 100%. And tonight, a perfect example of his effort, intensity, and performance. Seems like anytime he goes in for a sliding tackle, he wins the ball.
8: And he times it so beautifully. That's that. Then slide tackles are not easy to time, especially as a defender. That's where a lot of fouls are given. That's where you get yellow cards, but he times it Perfectly.
2: Let's take our final timeout before the final segment of our broadcast this evening. It is the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame wrap-up, a victorious postgame wrap-up from a Louisville City perspective. They take it 2-1 to and come from behind fashion over Detroit City to maintain their lead atop the Eastern Conference standings. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer on ESPN Louisville.
12: Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and southern Indiana communities. Open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com.
11: With over 50 million sold worldwide, what does Toyota Corolla do for an Encore? It evolves to become more powerful, more connected, and safer. It becomes more efficient with an EPA-estimated 52 mpg hybrid. And now it becomes more versatile and capable of taking your adventures even further. Introducing the all-new Corolla Cross with available all-wheel drive. The first-ever Corolla SUV. Toyota. Let's go places.
9: Ellison Bodenhausen Orthopedics has cared for University of Louisville athletes and all of Kentuckiana for more than 50 years. From physical therapy to total joint replacement, Ellison Bodenhausen offers the highest quality orthopedic service. Ellison Bodenhausen guarantees same-day appointments. Whether your little one was injured on the playground or ball field, your significant other got hurt at work, or your elderly parent is suffering from aches and pains, book an appointment at enbortho.com. Proud supporter of L Athletics and you. Book your appointment today at enbortho.com.
7: From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash Just For Kids. For all the care along the way.
2: Welcome back. Final segment here after Louisville City takes it 2-1 to over Detroit, coming from behind in the second half. Up next for the boys in purple, it is in 10 days' time. They don't play this weekend. They play next weekend on October 15th for their final game of the regular season against Hartford Athletic. A point would do it in that game. Just a tie would do the job for Louisville City to claim that number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Casey Hartford, a team that... Louisville City has seen once already this season a team that can score some goals. It'll be a fun game.
8: Yeah, they won 2-0 last time they played them, but Hartford is a team that is capable of scoring a lot of goals. They've got 6-3, 3-2, 3-0, you know, so they're able to score goals, but they're also a team that gives up a lot of goals. In their last match out versus Loudoun United, they conceded three goals. In the Tulsa game, they conceded three goals in their 6-3 win. They still conceded three goals, so yes, they can score, but they also can leak a lot of goals, so it's going to be a great opportunity for some players to find the back of the net.
2: Again, that game coming up on October 15th. It'll be here at Lynn Family Stadium. So get your tickets Loucity.com slash tickets. If you can't make it, listen to us here on ESPN Louisville. We'll have coverage beginning at 7.15 that night. Again, on October 15th against Hartford Athletic. Well, after what will be an understatement to say was the most difficult week in the history of professional soccer in the city of Louisville, a moment of joy tonight for soccer fans and the community at large. Louisville City wins it over Detroit 2-1, to one, coming from behind in the second half to maintain their lead at the top of the Eastern Conference standings. That'll do it for us this evening. For Casey Whitfield, for Spencer Brown back in the studio, I'm Jeff Milby. Thanks for joining us. This has been the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame wrap, which reminds you to play it safe behind the wheel, buckle up and put your phone down, be safe, Kentucky. We will speak to you on the 15th. Until then, so long.